morning, guys, and welcome to the uh, third edition and episode of Ask an Age Grouper podcast with Cy Belly. Uh, we were intending on having our special guest from an events coordinator this week, but it all went a bit apple and pear. So we've called in the band, and the band is back together. The so, band is back together. Yeah, welcome, boys. <laughs> so I'm more than happy <laughs> to uh, to get these chaps on. They were they were scheduled to come in a bit later down the line in, in a few weeks, but they've managed to get into episode three. So I'd like to introduce GB age grouper and avid cyclist Andy Forsyth. And I'd also like to in- introduce all-around funny guy, Jack D. Um, <laughs> Jack not, sorry, D. not Jack D. <laughs> Solid cyclist and director sportif and fantastic training camp planner, Steve Clay. Thank you. Welcome, boys. We're good, yeah. Here we are. How's back it going? Back together, yeah. Back together. The gang's back okay? together. I'm getting the bang. <laughs> a, few, a few people may have uh, watched some of our unofficial podcasts in, in Mallorca <laughs> in January this year. Um, but yeah, we're back together for a bit, bit more serious one, and and to, and to provide a bit more insight into uh, into w- what a fantastic Palmeiras Andy Forsyth has uh, has achieved over well. the past few years. So, so we're doing this sober. That's the first <coughs> thing to say, isn't it? Really. Yeah, well, yeah. Compared I don't know about your coffee, but mine is. I'm drinking a black coffee. If anybody's wondering, they're not just for show. Oh, okay. So um, so yeah, this is the first time we've uh, got back together in the UK to give it a go, and and the first time we're doing it sober. So bear with mm. us. So we'd like to talk about um, Andy's uh, CV really over the past few years and you know obviously I've been introduced to you at Cybelli from when you joined a couple of years ago uh, and I've been fortunate or unfortunate enough to, to come on a few trips and a few races and a few sportsies with you along the way and <laughs> enjoyed it. Uh, there's been a few crashes and there's been yeah. a few, uh, a few smiles but let, 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 let's go through it. So Run-ins with TV crews. <laughs> for those that aren't watching we do we do stream this live on on youtube so you can watch it but hopefully there's lots of people out there that listen to it on spotify or on soundcloud so anything we talk about today if you've got any questions on the sportifs or the rides or the races that any of us touch on um fire them over and we'll, we'll answer answer them as soon as we can and especially the next episode so um i think first off we'll we'll talk about Andy, what, I mean, what's your typical sort of working week and lifestyle like before we go into the sort of races you do? You know, how, how do you fit your training in? Yeah, it's tricky. So obviously this place has been great because uh, in between shifts, you can just pop down here and do solid hours riding and uh, it's in the bank then. There's days you can't get out of the weather and uh, time factor, but Cybelli just fits in brilliant. And uh, yeah, first came because I'd had a crash uh, training for an event abroad uh pushing it too hard trying to get back to the night shift over this little rise around the corner there's a volvo there a volvo <laughs> yes yeah, big safe, always a volvo. Big safe <laughs> volvo and andy takes it out there's only one winner when it's a volvo <laughs> so smashed into the side of it there was a small child in a seat in the back i think oh. she's been scarred for life but uh bounced up in the air off the bike, into the ditch. Into the ditch, into the culvert. <laughs> Completely winded, couldn't speak. There's a runner there stopping, trying to talk to me, and I couldn't get any words out. He's offering me orange, and the guy's come across from the car. He says, I'm, I'm sure I was on the right side. I'm sure it's not my fault. I'm, I'm trying to explain, I'm sorry, but I couldn't speak, and basically got back on the bike. Adrenaline got me home, got to the night shift, and nearly collapsed at work. But this was three weeks or so before an event in the Dolomites coming up. So I'm like, wow, all this training's going out of the window. I'm going to lose all my fitness. But I'd just been down to see Scott's place and thinking, that is perfect. I can sit on one of those bikes and train. I'd 
hurt my ribs all the side of my ribs were done in you're worried about breaking my hands wouldn't work the, the, yeah so yeah scott says yeah he arranged for me to come down give it a trial for so many weeks for my event and um i basically didn't ride the bike until i got to the event i packed it in the box got it on the plane i'd not ridden it for three or four weeks and i thought i have no idea what's going to happen here basically got my hand around the handlebar could grip but couldn't let go quickly but i thought give it a go see what happens and uh unbelievably got on the climbs and the side belly power came through all the training on the turbo <laughs> trainers it was just as if i'd not stopped training it was it was awesome yeah so, so it, was, it, was, it was i mean there was four of us did it but i wasn't with you three was it, it was paul you and ian wasn't it on that one i'm sure it was and i think everyone needs to understand like from andy being set back any sportif you do when there's a few of you doing it there's always a bit of uh, friendly competition rivalry yeah. so andy's obviously thinking three weeks out you know I'm not going to be on it here. Rido or whoever it's going to be is yeah. going to be more on it than him. So did you, did you win, Andy? Did you come? Well, we all played oh, down. We yeah, all yeah. just gone there to enjoy it, enjoy the scenery and the, the wine. <laughs> but deep down, you just want to smash your mates, don't you? That's, yeah. that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's the reality. <laughs> so there's a lot of talk, and I had a perfect excuse in the bag there. You know, I smashed all my ribs. I can't breathe. I can't grip the handlebar. So, but yeah, basically set off and. Uh, it all just kicked in again, yeah. The, the training kept going on the turbo trainers, and uh, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it went well, good yeah. Stuff. Good stuff. I think uh, you know what, what I'm ultimately impressed with is is what what Andy and Steve have both done over the years, and it's really interesting actually. And there's so many stories that I've listened to over over the times we've we've gone out together. Over countless beers. Over literally, yeah, <coughs> endless beers. But as a bit of a rundown before before we go into certain ones in more more detail. Um, for those that are listening, these are some of the key sportives and rides and races that both Steve and, Steve and Andy have done. Um, we'll start off with Italian sportives because I've never actually, apart from uh, Colla de Finestri, which is an Italian call, I've, I've done that and it was fascinating. It's probably one of the best climbs I've done. It's I've, I've not. towards the end, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's ruthless. It's yeah, yeah, Froome two, three years ago with the Giro, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was fantastic. It just seemed to never end, but each switchback or each section was just like a different mountain but it was all still one mountain but anyway i've not really done a lot of italian so i'm dead interested and fascinated and hopefully we're going to felcher this year and we'll tick off the zon clan but um we'll talk about italian sportives we'll talk about some french sportives and we'll talk about some spring classics that um that andy's taking part in that a lot of the listeners and viewers out there are probably really interested about um so we'll start with italian sportives as this was one you did after this crash um, some of the ones I've just written down, you know, let me know if there's any more. Lombardia, uh, Gran Fondo, Mortarolo Pass and Stelvio Pass, uh, the Dolomiti Sportful Pass, uh, the Mangan Pass, which is, you know, and then there's in and around the Felcher area with multiple climbs, uh, Nova Colli, um, yeah, yeah. and then I was going to bring <coughs> on Strada Bianchi, uh, but unfortunately, <laughs> Strada Bianchi is a no-no. He um, got canned, yeah. Should be there now as we speak. It was today, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. so it's was today. It today. It's meant Should to be today. Right, well, the pro yeah. race was meant to be yesterday. Right. And then the yeah. Grand Fondo was today. I mean, how many people go in that? It's well, 10, my 000, number was 6,800 or something. I'm sure. about 10,000 people. It's a yeah. really, fa- really famous thing. Really yeah. famous ride. Sold out one. really soon, yeah. Yeah. We luckily got in on the back of Lombardia, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, if you do Lombardia, they give you a... They, get, they guarantee you an entry into into the following year's Strada Bianchi. 
So for anybody who's, who's unsure what that is, it's, it's a spring classic, um, but it's a fantastic, tough as nails sportif. And well, what's the distance of that roughly? For the... Not far, is it? Well, it's not is far it not? for the yeah, not far for the Grand Fondo. The, well, the, 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 the pro race do 184 k's. I think it's about 120, 130 maybe. Something like that, yeah. You, they do the women's course, but anyway, they do the they do the ladies' course. The, the feature the is course. It, it means white road. Straight yeah. yeah, so there's parts of the scenery in, in Tuscany which are the the chalk roads. Yeah, and it's very famous, but it's also quite interesting because all the depending on the weather conditions when you're riding on the white roads, yeah, of course, yeah. it brings a lot of the stuff up which can get in the way, and so they ask you to not to, to not use certain tires. So if you if you are really yeah yeah you're, you're not meant to have wide tires. You're not meant to have like mountain bike tires or anything like oh, that because mm -hmm. it causes the damage or well not damage but it'll 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 oh, dig all that stuff up. Not you for your bike for the for the well not, well but also for the people who are doing it. So, yeah, people yeah, behind you, you the people yeah, ahead of you, yeah. you know, whatever, yeah. But that wouldn't happen with you, Andy, would it? Because you'd be at the front, wouldn't you, Andy? Big ruts yeah. in the road, yeah. Big ruts in it. the road. So we, yeah. we, we were looking at kicking on for that. You gutted that, you know, you, you're probably feeling good. We had our training camp in January. Yeah. I mean, the, these classics always kick you on early season for your training. It gives you a goal early on. So, uh, yeah, done the training as best we can with all the storms that have been hitting us lately. So uh, plenty more training inside and... Uh, yeah, ready to go. So, uh, so it's a bit of a signal, that wasn't it? Yeah. Really, you know. For those that again are unsure what we're talking about, which I doubt anybody is really. Obviously, coronavirus hit. Uh, Strada Bianchi is in Italy, and Italy seems to be a bit of the epicenter in Europe at the minute for the uh, the corona outbreak that everybody's worried about. So um, it is being rescheduled. We don't know when. Talk. Yeah, October maybe. September. And the problem with October, of course, is that's when a lot of the other classes. So you got Lombardia, no. which is already in October. You got all yeah, those other things. More, of course, yeah, you know, won't they? Yeah. So you know, Milan San Remo has been, been been postponed. So when are they going to fit all those in? They've got an awful it's lot. Chaos. of... It's, yeah, it's yeah. Must be mad for the organisers in the local economy, mustn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. massive impact. Yeah. So they've shut down the north of Italy. Shut down the whole of the north of Italy. Yeah. yeah. So no flights anywhere either. from Milan through to. Uh, to, to Venice, yeah. So Lombardia is shut yeah. down in effect, which is Milan. Mm. But there's regions either side of it that have also shut down and going further south. So Rimini is one of the ones yeah. that's affected. Rimini is where Nova Colli is. Yeah. So they better get that open for May because I'm doing Nova Colli this year. I know you've done it in the past. Yeah, yeah. Nova Colli twice is or nine, once. nine hills. Nine hills. Nine yeah. hills. Have you done that once or twice? Is that famous? Uh, is it Pantani? He's Pantani. It's region, pa yeah, it's Pantani. It's the Pantani Classic or whatever. It's a monument there. I believe one of his comebacks when he'd been injured, he did it in the kind of disguise and won the event and then disguise <laughs> yeah he revealed it yeah, what else what else have they been doing who's what else have they been taking who's, 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 who's your favourite out of the two Lance or Pantana you only can choose one. Oh well out of the drug cheat oh, oh that's yeah. like that hard call that isn't it I mean yeah it's all uh, you, have you watched his uh, documentary Pantani no. No, 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 he was no, a bit no. of a, a bit of a playboy as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a bit of trouble, yeah. But yeah. He, he was right up to mischief. I would say Lance, but I suppose Pantan is, I'd say, he's exciting. Era. He attacked. He went for it. He put it all down on the line. And uh, yeah, yeah, Lance obviously, uh, you know, was uh, consistent. But obviously, we're consistent. all talking about <laughs> drugs here. So it's yeah, a bit <laughs> Mo moving on anyway. So that's coronavirus. <laughs> but will everybody just calm down? Calm down. I don't know what you're. I've just been Sainsbury's. I've got the suit. I've got, got your toilet yeah, roll. I've got, got thirty-six toilet roll. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> anyway, fighting in the supermarket. <laughs> so let's summarise some Italian sports teams. So, so we've got Lombardi. Bianchi, sorry. Right. Yeah. The pros. Some of the pros had already arrived in the region. 
Because at the time, it was only called off late on, wasn't it? It was called off on Thursday or something. It was pro, some a pro lot teams. of the pros pulled out, though, already. Well, some pro they? teams have pulled out, but well, teams some were pro there. teams were already there. Yeah. And some pros rolled the whole course. Yeah. They've logged it on Strava. Oh, so now yeah. they're saying unofficially you've got the quickest Strava. Recce time, is it? <laughs> Recce yeah. time, yeah. yeah. 2021 Recce. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the. Uh, 2021. It was you, you put out yeah. there the other yeah. day, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. So was he's moved. He's moved from Ineos, has he? No. No, he's still there. He's in Monaco cycling, are you sure? No, he did, he did. He's posted on Strava. He uh, won it once, didn't he, two Strada years ago? Strava Bianchi, he did the course, yeah, yeah, as did some others. Yeah, some did the shorter version, but... He is still with Ineos. I don't think he looked that happy last year, and I thought he's a dead cert to be leaving, but he's still in an Ineos shirt, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, so... But yeah, what do you do? You've got to get out there training, so uh, they were there, so... Uh, yeah, he's done the whole... So Paris Nice is going to happen, isn't it? I think that, that's still going to go ahead, or... Well, it's it is France, isn't it? So, um, it says it know, is, yeah. I think. But What's yeah, five, George, was George it a five-day stage race? That isn't yeah. it? Is it five days? Yeah. So, you know, so you're going. Through, it's not as if you're just in one area. So you you're taking yeah. all this rigmarole all yeah. the way from just south of where the main areas are affected in France. Well, yeah. This is more of a medical thing at the moment. But you know, mm. this north of Paris where they're affected, where they've got closed downs on there. But you're going to take everything from Paris all the way down to the south. So you're going yeah. through. Nice wouldn't be happy on Monaco, would they? they? If they had anything yeah. to say, they're probably saying all back. But oh, anyway, it's all getting a bit weird, isn't it? As, as Andy <laughs> said before, there's been storm Ooh, after God, storm. He just coughed. Storm. He just coughed. Yeah. Get me a mask. Are we, <laughs> shaking, are we shaking hands or he, is it elbows? <laughs> he works in a hospital as well. We just went yeah. you know. So, uh, that's what he didn't say before. It was also quite handy because you're around the corner problem, from the hospital. Problems are getting it, aren't they? Yeah, so. so we've actually scheduled our second Mallorca trip in the space of three months. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's worked all right for, for us because uh, at yeah. the moment flights are cheap moment, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> flights <So>. are cheap <laughs> accommodation's <laughs> cheap it's probably safer there than it is working in a hospital mate I'd say so, so yeah yeah, definitely anyway back to the point on, and back, back to, to asking age groupers so Italian sports that's Strada Bianchi really good for you but hopefully it gets rearranged and you can go and put the hammer down and you'll be in a fitter position so your actual yeah, yeah, yeah. your, your Strava status will hopefully be better yeah. um, as everybody else's will yeah. So Lombardia, what, tell us a bit about Lombardia. What what what's in, involved yeah. there? Another. Uh, Have you done Lombardia, Steve? I've done Lombardia. Yeah, yeah. End of season yeah. classic. Yeah. End of season. Yeah, it is the is final this the classic one. Yeah, yeah. So there's it's a Paul, final Paul pro it, Did he do? Rawcliffe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did you do that two years ago? Or did you? Or was it mm, uh, last year? Three. Two. Say two, yeah. Two. yeah. Oh, was that two, another yeah. one with Rawcliffe's headset that was loose all over the place, or was that a different one? Though? Yeah, that was. Uh, bike issues. We uh, that had been in this box, totally dismantled, and uh, last minute trying to put it together, they thought we've got this. Sets off, and uh, the steering's not right. The forks are loose, and uh, luckily one of the lads turns up late, saw us, and said, "You've done this wrong." <laughs> you you put the bike back <laughs> together, <laughs> back to front, Paul. <laughs> So we're not doing a bike mechanic course on one of these, are we? <laughs> so we fixed the bike, uh, and then the lad, Rido, who'd, who'd sorted his bike out for him, Paul says, right, I'll get going, lads, I'll, uh, you'll, you'll catch me up. Rido'd had two blowouts by this time, and uh, he was in desperate situation. Everyone's going past us. We'd got a prime spot on the line. That disappeared. And luckily, there was a guy at the side of the road who had a track pump and uh, you know got us back on. But by this time, it's catch-up. But it didn't take long to catch the raw cliff, but... Uh, he didn't do the full course then, did he? Well, it's not the full course so, again. There's the pros. Yeah. No, no, no. But I've, I've so what are the two yeah. courses for Lombardia? Or what are the options? The pros, well, where do they sell? No, the pros, the pros do a ridiculous... Is this where you grab Valverde? And if you're the yeah, female yeah, cyclist. Yeah, so he does all sorts of things like that. So, so the, the Lombardia starts normally. the ride of the falling leaves. 
Yeah, and so there's the last classic these, of the yeah, year, yeah. and that's the time of year. So the the pros will the pros for the last couple of years have left sort of Bergamo area, which is north of Milan, and it's a I don't know 50, 60, 100 k's away from Como, which is where it finishes. So it always finishes in Como, mm. and the last couple of years they've started over in Bergamo, uh, and they do I don't know again they might do two hundred and something k's or something like that. So they do a lot of jiggery pokery around parts of Lombardia, and then they come up into the hills round Lake Como, mm. and up and down, up and down, and, and around, and then they finish. They come in and sweep down into the shores of Lake Como, and then finish right on the on the on the lake front in a very classic nice climbs, area. Isn't when they get near Como, some, There's classic, some classic climbs. Cl- some classic climbs. Some of the, uh, the famous one with the church. The Gisella, the Gisella, Gisella de Madonna, or whatever. The Moro de Samara. Yeah, the Samara. That is very steep. It's that steep that some French <laughs> person in front of me decided. We to love the French. <laughs> decided to stop pedaling and of course i went straight into the back of him and then ended up on the floor which oh. is not very nice when it's about 23 so degrees you got or the back end into well, 23 yeah. percent how long is that section do you, want, do you want to know how steep the uh, moro de samor samano samano yeah 27 percent yeah well the, the hard bit yeah. how long about 2k yeah no 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 it's not a bit that that's just for that's for about 20 meters yeah, that yeah. average i don't think there's, there's no let up on there's that no let up on that 2K. and the problem is like you say because when we do it or in fact when the pros do it because you know they they do it as well obviously falling leaves it's uh, wet yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not always great weather Vegetation i mean we've been we've been lucky yeah Vegetation. and it's it's but <laughs> well, one of the things you one of the first things you said about um when you did that average is 17 percent yeah uh in italy yeah is that when you do climbs in italy it is actually quite interesting that you go through series of different types of it's not climates yeah. it's not like hawaii but it's yeah, yeah. you've got different vegetation you've got different yeah. as you're going through it's completely different vegetation in certain areas of trees yeah. and, and and the like it, Samano, it just changes as you go is, through it, it's an optional extra on the event yes you can bypass you can it bypass you it so you've made that decision and you don't want to be the guy who didn't do it, basically. You know, you were it's known as the wall. Yeah. The wall. So you, yeah. you, you're on this climb already and you get this turn off and initially it goes down. But then it's just it a just wall. Climbs. But it's, it's not just that. It's I mean, a lot of the a lot of the, the, the climbs that we do, whether it's in this one or other, uh, other ones, like, for example, um, Motorola. Mm. They're very narrow. Zonkolong, yeah. they're narrow. It's, yeah. There's not a lot of room in there. And when you've got... Well, you're handling it with thousands of... Well, you've got... Well, you, you've got that's the trouble. Thousands. I mean, the thousands of people do this event, and of course, it does space out a little bit, but this year, it was it was one of the first, first climbs. Yeah, it's a mistake. So, you know, you've, you've only done 40, 50K at that point. And the field's not split, has it? It's yeah, not, the field yeah. hasn't split, and you get a variety of... Abilities. You know, abilities and stuff like that, and some people can't climb. And but it is that steep. You have and to concentrate, and you're full on and concentrating so much to stay upright. Yeah, yeah. Anyone in front of you, but there is no less up. It's yeah, yeah, from yeah, when yeah. you start that to the top. It's full concentration, full effort. Anyone wavers in front of you, you're, you're, you're off. And that's what happened to me this yeah. year. That's what happened to me. I went down. So if uh, bit of blood. So if like a, a local rider here is he's been doing a couple of local UK sportives, and he said, "Hey, I fancy that um, Lombardia, or I fancy you know." I don't know, uh, an Italian sportif. Is there anything then, what would, you, what would you recommend or what would you advise? Just keep your wits about you and, and look out for uh, neighbouring riders or the it Italians. Is, or You do you know, these big sportives abroad. It, yeah. it, it is 
bike handling. You it's really full have to on. Be it's used. full on because you've got a, a lot it's of your focus, time. isn't yeah. it? And keeping riding in, in, a, that, yeah. in a peloton, and you yeah. see the pros, and you think, yeah, yeah. you are part of that because yeah. it's everyone's full gas. They're trying to do the best, yeah. and you are nose to nose with other riders, yeah. and you're. But you find people abroad are really good at this. Yeah, yeah. UK and I don't think you can be offended familiar. by someone shouting or because everybody's just they do, they do, each they other. do shout and they do yeah. sh- and they get quite aggressive on some things. But they yeah. are quite good. But also, yeah. they Italian amateur riders or amateur cycling clubs. There's loads of them, yeah. and they do this regularly. Yeah, and yeah, plus, they're yeah. always about half my weight anyway, and <laughs> yeah. you know, half my age, <laughs> half my age, and half my though, half my it? weight. And they are, they are, you know, so they, they're used to riding this and it's such a yeah. straight off, right from the start, isn't it? Full Bang, off you go. Yeah. And you've just got to try and keep up. You're in the middle, you've just got to keep up with yeah. it. You but can't then, avoid it, yeah, you're, you're in the mix and uh, yeah. you've got to learn quickly and you've got to put faith in everyone around you, but usually yeah. they are really good bike handlers compared to UK riders because yeah. we're not that familiar. We're not, we don't, well, no. we don't ride in that. How many people go out in packs and in groups of, you know, hundreds here? It's very rare, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And even when you go and do a sportif here, it's all just... Split up but when, but when you said, I mean, there's, there's some interesting rides around here. I know mm. it's a bit flat around here, as we always say, and you've got to go out and get towards the trough and a bit further from the trough, you get into the dales, you can get up to the lakes and things like that. It's just spiky. But it's just it. spiky. It's yeah. nothing will ever. I mean, there's some stuff on the back of butter tubs where it's up to, you can see that sign that says 30%. Pause, yeah. yeah. You know, but that's for 10 metres or 20 metres or something like that. Mm. And it is, it is interesting to do those things. But these passes that we've mentioned yeah. and some of the climbs that you do out there it's as andy says you've got to use your brain and you've got to be on it because you, once you start there's yeah. no stopping you can't put your feet down as the french bugger did in front of me <laughs> you know you can't you, no. you just can't do it no. and we'll equ- equally grabbing a bead on or even your own line you know it's not just a case of keeping your wits about other riders but yeah. you know even if you're grabbing a drink or even if you need to, you know you're going across some gravel you can't just reactively move to the right or move to the left because some poor cyclist is already trusting your wheel yeah. but let's so not put anybody like, off from doing those things it's just no. something to be aware yeah, of yeah, if yeah. you're it's exhilarating though, if you're it? riding around here and you're getting better you're attending we're doing you know here at Cybelli and things and they want to go off and do something else try it first in the UK yeah. but You've got to get out to the likes of Italy. You've yeah. got to get to France. I've not done anything in France. I know you have, but in Italy or, or Spain and places I'd like say that. Another big factor here of riding with other riders descending. <coughs> Some of these yeah. descents, you're 50 mile an hour easy, yeah. and you've got to, It's a learning process. You get the feel of the hairpins, and you'll know your route in and out of the bend. And but other people have different ideas, and if they come across you or put you off your line, it does become sketchy. So, but again, the foreigners are really good at this. I've seen some guys who are like sixties, <laughs> flying past me, and yeah. like there's, there's no fear, but they do know what they're doing. And uh, it is I mean, they've been brought up by it as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, of course it is. It's knowing your line, knowing the route as well. Yeah, you know. And if you were, yeah. were to have done this for your first time, it's you know really worth doing a recce the day before, even if you're doing it in a car. And it, you know, just so you can understand if there's any. Problems. One of the things that's sorry. One of the things that's always quite. Well, it always makes me laugh. I'm not sure it makes anybody else laugh on this thing. Is that you do probably these? Not. Probably not. You do it because I'm Jack D. So, one of the things that we actually do, of course, is that we turn up for these events in May, April, June, and you know it's roasting as far as we're concerned. Yeah. All right, and the Italians are all there in the virtually winter gear, and the, you know there's us in our <laughs> shorts. Zips and Andy's Andy's like I use the phrase once I'm not going to use it on this podcast but he's completely you know he's, he's zips undone his sweat everywhere yeah. there in the leg warmers and arm warmers yeah. <laughs> yeah and we're climbing up these hills and then you know we get to the top 
and then they all stop. They all stop because they're putting more stuff on because yeah, you're descending. Yeah. Whereas yeah. we just like get to the top and go, right, got to get, get down, down as quick. Well, this, yeah. Especially him, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. The, generally what they do on the sportives is that there'll be a food, there'll yeah. be a food Age stop at the top. Yeah, there'll be yeah. something like that. Yeah. And some of them stop and they're, you know, they're having I a must few admit, drinks. Over and the things. years, you realise when you, you have climbs, it's like 2,000 meters. Some of these climbs were well, what, yeah. higher, aren't we? We've been yeah, to yeah, 2006 yeah. somewhere. When, uh, yeah. It does as, as warm as it is at the bottom. It's cold at the top, and descending You're at cold, them speeds, yeah, yeah, the chest yeah. is a yeah. is a factor. So the, the gilet defo and yeah, even if you get handed some papers or something, you see the pros do it. It makes a lot of sense. Newspaper yeah. yeah. for, for, for yeah. those again that are inexperienced with it, it's a case of heart rate and effort. So once you've been pounding up a climb or up a up a mountain, up a pass, you're going at a hard rate or a sustainable rate where you, your heart rate is elevated. But then as soon as you get to the top and you're descending, you're not really doing any work, and that descent could be up to. I mean, I've descended up to eighty kilometers. You know, it could take you way above, you know, an hour to get down to the bottom. And not only are you getting cold, but your fingers and hands are starting to get numb and you can't use your brakes and that yeah. can get even more yeah. dangerous. I know yeah. I've been in a few sketchy moments in Galibier and descending that after when it's snow everywhere and I had to get into a farmhouse and they shoved newspapers down my chest yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. and I was just shivering wreck. But it is a case <laughs> of getting down to ground just to get warmth. You yeah, know. you can feel it as you start descending for this an hour or whatever. Yeah, you do start to feel the temperature come yeah. back. Yeah, it sounds uh, weird, but you're, you're that high. You're in the gods. I mean, these are mountains where skiers and snowboarders are spending the winter cresting yeah, down, yeah. but we're going up there cycling over. Yeah, but there's, there's, there's no cover. There's no there's no trees yeah. and things. So you've got a bit of sun normally, but then yeah. as you go down, as you as you descend, yeah. you expect it to get warm, and it does to some degree. But then then you hit the trees. Yeah, and then the trees it. are providing all the shade. So you're in the shade. Yeah. And you've gone from a dry road to a slightly not quite so dry road because the sun's not drying it and things. And it's always it's always a case of what what apparel do you take? I know we had it in Mallorca on a smaller yeah. scale. It's like if you again you're putting this effort up there, and even if it's in a cold climate, you're naturally sweating. So then you get in a bit damp. So then with that damp clothing that you've got on when you're descending and the cold air's going into it, you're even more cold. But we've not all got the luxury of um, swan yours by the side of the road yeah, yeah. throwing us a gabber or, or a gilet <laughs> or whatever. Right, so Lombardia. What about the Mortarolo Pass and Stelvio Pass? Epic, absolute. Probably one of the most favourite stunning climbs. Uh, iconic. But uh, yeah, on the Sportif we do. It's uh, They take you up uh, one of the climb early, do early doors. So you, you start out of Bormio. You start and finish in Bormio. It's that valley. You descend yeah. for about 30 miles yeah, before you hit the first yeah, climb. Yeah, straight. Uh, you literally speed. just you're full speed again. The Italians are off. Bang. You know, you step in Bormio, which is a lovely mountain village. Big ski town, resort. Yeah, yeah you see. Do, but what's the, the ski they have there? What's it called? The series of uh, no it's a bit further around that one that's a cellar on that's somewhere else really Formio's not a destination no, the no. downhill what they call no. it well they, yeah, they, yeah. Do, they do a, they do a downhill Ski there Sunday. something like that yeah so we we uh, you, you start in Bormio and it's this sort of and that's altitude isn't it so yeah. the Motorola yeah. Pass and the Stelvio Pass are on one ride are on yeah. one ride yeah now the Motorola Pass is only 1800 metres compared to Stelvio, which is 2,750, yeah. so wow. 2,800. Yeah. So what, is the Motorola steeper? Steep. Or is the, if anybody tight, doesn't know the Stelvio, it's Google the Stelvio Pass and just look how iconic Or you are. mentioned Lance Armstrong before, but if I've got a book called Mountain High, which is one of those books that tell you all about the top, I don't know, maybe it's the 30, 50, I don't know, climbs yeah. in Europe. And they start from the ones in Belgium and Holland. 
and they go all the way to the top one, which is the Pico or whatever it is, oh, yeah, in, outside one. Granada, the Spanish one, which yeah, is yeah. 3,000 meters, the highest paved yeah. road. And <coughs> in there, like oh. yeah, and in, in, it, in there with the Motorola, it, it has quotes from Lance Armstrong and it has quotes from the Manx Missile, who Caff- had British. a few F words to say about the Motorola. Again, the Motorola is one of those things, like you say, you start and you go through trees and then it opens up a little bit more. But no the let road, up again. No, no let, let up. up, it's just switched back. But the, the, the road is, is six foot across. Yeah. Maybe a, a bit wider in some places. Damp surface. Yeah. If you get yeah. out, you see the back wheel spinning. With, so. with making it as if it's you know it's not enjoyable. It is yeah. enjoyable, but it's you Although know you, the sportive like, take you off the official road at the end. Official the road track. at the end, but they, they take you onto a, a because it's so st- actually the pros don't do the really steep section no. at the end. The the sportive does for mm. some strange reason. I think it's, getting you to get round it's to get back, you over, yeah. but yeah. you're you're actually on concrete riven stuff because that's why you know it's so steep yeah. Super and again steep that, yeah. people are getting off their bikes yeah. the last thing you need is at that point because you've yeah. already done yeah. however many k's it is to get got up you've got the last you bit yeah. the yeah. last bit to get up there and then suddenly it goes bang on this concrete and people are getting off yeah. thanks very much but yeah again, again it's really technical descent after there so you're is that tired the Motorola, <coughs> yeah your tires your, so your is, is it's, it's italian for death death dead mort. The yeah. more, yeah, it's all to do Road with of death, yeah, yeah, something like that. I don't, but it's got, I don't think it's the cyclists who died on it, but it'll be something to do. There probably with has it, been, it? though, hasn't yeah. there? But then it's a big drag up the valley back to Bormio, to and there's the a few climbs along the way and stuff, undulating, yeah, yeah. undulating back in, and then they you, you're back Stelvio. up to Bormio. and Stelvio, and Stelvio is just a fancy, it's one of the most Motorolo means dead, yeah, one of the most iconic climbs there is I know we use iconic a lot uh, when we're describing there's a crazy waterfall at the side of it yeah it's it's got the the thing about it is it's right at the end of a day in effect yeah summit finish it's it's the summit finish so you're climbing all the way up one of the things about this sportive it's very well organised because um Who's, the, who's the, the morning? Who, who organised it? So the clothing company. S, uh, Santini. Sportiful. No, 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 Santini. Santini. Mr. Santini's there. We mess him at the top, didn't we? Yeah. The he's, owner of Santini shakes wow. your hand. He's a bit and old. And I think he, he likes the. Yeah, so what, what is the name of this Grand Fondo? Grand Fondo Stelvio. Stelvio. Right. Yeah. Grand Fondo Stelvio. Yeah. And Santini must be in the area, the clothing company. Yeah. Well, they're all, yeah. But so, yeah. So Santini was the one sponsoring that. The, the ex-pros do it. I've had a, I forget when we did it. There was some guy who won the Giro once. He was competing. Was he in it? Uh, but they don't win it. It's very competitive, this amateur cycling. And uh, you have to sign disclaimers that you're not taking drugs <coughs> at the start of it. Because Is there any it, testing going on or any sample testing? I think if you win it, maybe. But, uh, yeah, we were yeah. in that position. But uh, yeah, it's just some big money in it. There's, there's some big sponsorships if you're an amateur rider in Italy. So you have to sign all you these got. disclaimers. And But this guy who'd won a Giro years ago, I forget his name now. They said he will not win it, and he didn't. I don't know if he came out 10th, and he wasn't long being being a pro. He was Italian. Mm -hmm. uh, So, but yeah, there was was a guy, I think, won it. had just won an Ironman in Brazil or somewhere. So that's... uh, Yeah, but it's it's highly highly competed. It's yeah. just beautiful. It's a, just a beautiful road. Oh, I mean, and I've it's one of the passes it. over to Switzerland as well. And I know you did some stuff there. Yeah. One of the things that we do, we, we get to, I know we're going off on track, but I was just going to say what they do is they take all your gear off you. They take oh, your yeah, winter yeah. gear off you. In so this this sportive Grand Fondo, as the Italians would call it, the um, is in the beginning of June. Yeah. Now I was saying to Scott before that it's it often 
passes some of those passes have only just been open impossible yeah well so <laughs> so some of those passes you know when we're doing when we were at the end so it's right at the end of this hour many hours hailstones and it, yeah. so th- so what what they do before you start the ride you pack all your winter Warm cycling gear, yeah. gear yeah. into a bag all your stuff all over it well organized so to a lorry by the time yeah, yeah yeah by the time you they climb all the, the way top. up yeah. stelvio which is a fantastic way of doing it yeah. you're climbing it's sunny yeah. and all the rest of it and hopefully you get right up to the top okay and you finish right on the crest don't you uh, that's, that's yeah, the, yeah, the that's famous the part of the yeah, stelvio yeah. thing again it's a ski resort up there in the yeah. back yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you go off to the bit you so that's your finish and mr santini shakes your hand or gives you a yeah, kiss yeah. with you depending on what persuasion you are <laughs> and then what it's actually happens long. is is you go into this big tent and you have to put all your winter gear on yeah to, to descend. descend back to where yeah. you're staying and so you, what, you did you like pause your time at that point or no like that's, end that's of the finished end you of the finish the right. summit finish you finish at the top of the crest well, obviously it's a very then, small yeah mountain but then top. you've got to get back down to Bormio. so what's the what's the other descent like then yeah, there's well, we, we, don't, we, we always we, see pictures from one side of Stelvio, but yeah, what's the opposite? It is amazing. There's two different ways. ways. There's two different is ways. It? So there, there is the one from Bormio, which is what yeah. we do. Yeah. And then there is the one from that comes from the Swiss side. Well, no, if you go up Stelvio, yeah. you can either go right to the top and down, but about three quarters of the way up, there's another one down. That takes you over to Switzerland. Famous. Yeah. I think yeah, the yeah. Giro's come up there a few times. Yeah. But yeah. that does take to Switzerland. So, so it's worth doing both sides. Yeah, two it? or three days before the event, uh, three of us went off and rolled to Switzerland. We did that and then had to come back up Stelvio the reverse way two or three days before the they event. They do this all the time before. It was like, it was like Lombardia this year. That's what it's all about, Steve. It's going yeah, to another country. Lombardia yeah, last yeah. year. Do you not need so, your passport? It's always the same. You know, there we are well, to do an event on a Sunday country. or a Saturday or whatever <laughs> it was. We get there on a Thursday and these Burks all want to go racing up as many hills as yeah. possible and over to different countries. Two countries in one day. It's Two countries on in bike, one day. Yeah. 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 So Stelvio statistically looks okay in terms of gradient, you know, in, in comparison to the Zonclan. Yeah, yeah. There's two completely different rides. Lengths is an issue with Stelvio, I'd say. It's I mean, a long Stel- one. Stel- Stelvio's long, but Stelvio is picturesque, beautiful in effect, and you, you, it's, it's. Um, I was going to say something like... Uh, Sacalabra on steroids, in effect, because it's just the same type of thing, yeah. but so much more of it. There's, I don't know the exact it's numbers. It's, just, it's beautiful. The it 47 kilometers long Alpine pass between the town of Bormio and the village Pratadella Stelvio. At the top, yeah. So 47 kilometers. 47 kilometers of climbing. That doesn't sound right, that. Sounds long. It does sound long, that. Sure that it's well, that's 20, in between. 21 kilometers long, the actual yeah. official. But that's from the both of the towns, so wherever Prato de Stella... That might be the drop down the other down side. the valley a bit, yeah. Yeah, it might yeah. be the drop down the side. But yeah, it's about 20Ks, as you were saying. Zonkalan, like if you want to... Uh, wow, that is, <coughs> to date, the hardest climb I've ever done. I'm not sure, because I'm in a bad day. Yeah. It was hot, but wow, that, that Steep. is... Steep. And the pros, the pros did it, and I remember Froome having it issues Froome. about what gearing to put on his yeah, back. So he was yeah. that worried about it. And Froome rode a 31 on the back. Yeah, that just tells you. Or the was it pros. 32? Well, 31 the pros know the ride. They, they, 28. 28. 20, yeah, yeah, even lower. So that tells you if the pros are having to re gear. What's the. Uh, and what, he won it. Well, he won, he, he won that stage. He, he did. did he, yeah. Yates, was Yates battling with him? Was Yates he? was second, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Him and Yates. So he won that stage in that. In that, in that what year. sportif is his uncle and then? When did there you do that? No, no. So <laughs> you just, you've just done that as a bit of a yeah, training so, ride. So when we go to Sportful Dolomiti, as it's known, which yeah. is again is in June, the Dolomites area, that we, we stay in a place called Feltra. That's yeah. where the race, or just outside of Feltra, that's where the race starts and ends. 
uh, and takes in a number of very well-known climbs, passes in that area. But Zonklon is a, even though it's not that far away, it's a two-hour in the car away just because it's mountains we're going to do that this year aren't we're we? going to try and do that this year this week with Feltra I'll yeah. tick that box not need to do that Andy, Andy's <laughs> just a, a snapshot this might be wrong but from velonews.com uh, the road from Avaro to the summer is 10 kilometres and climbs at an average gradient of 11.5% yeah. the last one. 8 kilometres average over 15% yeah. so the last 8 kilometres above 15% yeah um, and then it has a maximum gradient of 22%. Yeah, so we climb from Avaro. So we normally just drive say, to Steve, someone. I met him on one of the early bends. <laughs> early bends? He was going back down at this point. He said, why are we doing this at this time of day? And it was heat, midday. This is ridiculous. It was baking. So an old Steve, and I was just taking a breather here. I was anything to just stop riding my bike for a minute. Are there any him. like uh, cafes or anything? Like Absolutely none. No, nothing on there. It's no, quite barren, barren, no. There's not well. There's, the do you not get to the top and get a coke or anything? Nothing, no, nothing at the top. Yeah, it's just nothing a pass. And, yeah. Well, it's a, again at the top is a ski resort, and in June it ain't. There's nothing open. It's, yeah. it's, it's like there's meant to be a cafe. There's meant to be a stuff, but there wasn't. So I carried on. I said, Steve, I'm gonna have to give it a go, and I think I might. I'd never live it down if I don't have the, the because <laughs> we were there with two other people, of course. So it's like anything with you do these things. You know, you Peer go out pressure. for a day's ride together, don't you? <laughs> well, I'm always at the back. Well, you know, and everybody else is in front. But they all, you know, t- it was two lads that we were with, again, Ian and Paul, and off they went, and they they probably separated out at some point. They were off. I must say, I, I thought at some point <coughs> I would come to a stop and go back down. The first time I've ever felt like this on a climb, that's just how relentless it was. But managed to get to the top, and then uh, the other lads were there laughing at me, filming me, because they'd beat me by quite a few minutes, and uh, it doesn't normally happen. But So I said, Steve... It was going to stay at the town we set off. We're going to have to go back around, meet him at the end of the day. He's going to be in his cafe. So we descended. We're having a beer. We're, and then next minute, we're getting a message. Steve's at the top. So Picture message. What's the story, Steve? What, what? <laughs> I've well, done it. a bit done like it you. I st- you know, I, I, the, again, this is not in defence, but that's something. If you if you do want to do Zonkelon this year, we are leaving Feltra or so really? at six in the morning or something. Because where would you park up then? No, so you just park. Well, we also made the mistake the of parking time, in Avaro because you're straight into the climb. No yeah. There's yeah. no yeah. warm up. So, yeah. so yeah. I've been looking at that again. This is this is in this mountain high book. I, I yeah. feel like I'm doing a, a sort of advert. Director sportive, yeah. Stephen Clay. So what? When what we will do? We will we will park elsewhere yeah. 20 k's away probably from Avaro so we you have a bit of warm-up because literally as you you you, <coughs> you, you do road. excuse me you do come off the main road and bang you're into it mm. there's a little village just a little bit further yeah. up you know within 1k there's a church and yeah. there's a 1k and once you've gone through that village it's then just trees and this no thing. No, let up again. But there's markers everywhere with famous riders along the way, isn't it? Not on, just on, not on the roads, but there's there's markers on the way. Isn't I was there? just there's staring at concrete. Oh, you stay at the concrete or the tarmac. I couldn't look at any scenery. But you, you take pictures and it doesn't look like that. Yeah. But but there we were because we didn't as ever. Andy needed three course breakfast and stuff, and Ian's a bit of the same. And then there's toilet a bit stop for toilet me. Toilet stop. Yeah. Or the usual fannying around that happens in the morning. I thought, yeah, come all this way with my mate. We actually had a problem with my car. The, the car that I was driving, they said I was like driving Miss Daisy, but there was a problem with something, or there was red lights all the over driver, the place. I think was a yeah. problem. Yeah, but. shut up, you. You were in my car, weren't you? Well, so we set off on we our set, own. How we, ridiculous! But we set off, but again, it's midday, mm. and now it's baking, and you're about to climb one of the hardest climbs, according to 
Yeah, uh, I'd agree. Some people with a full agree. belly. But, uh, with with well, well you still well, you've been in the car for two hours as well. That doesn't right. help. So mm. you're straight into it, which is why we'll do something different this time. We'll get we'll we'll, we'll leave early. So it was baking. Checking I'm your, on my own. Checking your segments up for grabs on there, Andy. Definitely not a good day in the saddle there yeah. for me. I'm on, I was on my own because the other two are gone. He's behind. I think he was having a break. Yeah. Um, we won't Down. say doing what. Yeah, a breakdown. <laughs> Dropping his guts. And I, I just came around to this corner and there's nobody else on this ride. It's not as if you've got any friends because they've all left you. But there's no there's nobody else there because it, 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 it's like mad dogs and Englishmen yeah. do things at midday, midday. don't they? Yeah. So there we were. Well, there I was, stopped on the corner. Next minute, up he comes sweating like the proverbial. He really was. I've never seen him. I've never seen him like that. You know how strong he is. I've yeah. never, ever seen That's what I'm surprised Andy with. Maybe like it's that. the steepness. I think that's... Everyone has a bad day in the, in the mountains, as they say, but uh, I still don't know what happened that day. Was it the conditions? Was it me having a bad day? But it was not a it was place a to but it was, it was funny because he well we do have beers and stuff the night before but it, I was on this big I was on this bend and I stood there and I'm thinking like this and I'm thinking yeah. I can't what am I going to do what am I going to do am I gonna do? Yeah. and Andy turns up and he gets off the bike oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 sweating yeah, yeah. everywhere and I'm I'm, I'm fuming yeah. you know because I just think it's it's stupid. insane. It was it's midday. It's baking. And so I'm sat there saying, right, I'm going, I've given him the full, you know, I'm going down there. There's a cafe on the left. Or about there. You can do what you want, you lot. Because I was expecting them to come back down the same yeah. way. Yeah, but you've gone over. So, At least so, you did it. Yeah, it was, but the, so I stopped and then he went and then he thought, I'll never really under it. I better <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. You know, gets back on his bike and off he goes slowly into the distance. They, they you can't not do it, can you? No, no, no. no. So, but then, they but, got a photograph of me near the top, really on smoothie. Yeah. And there was a car, I was in the middle of the road, top unzipped totally, car behind me, it looked like my team car. That is just a classic photograph, man on his own, unzipped top, team car behind you. But I did the same as he did, you know, 10 minutes later I'm thinking, I'll never live it down. If I don't do it now, you know, if if, we've we've come here, I might as well do it. And I just just ticked over and it you know so whereas Froome might have done it in 40 minutes or whatever he stupid he did it in and you lot did it in an hour and a half or whatever I must have it doesn't matter does it you know as long as you're getting up for these climbs so I get to the top nobody's there they've not come down you know they've not come down the way I'm going up I'm thinking where are we doing you weren't doing it I'm surprised he got signal up there so so I get to the top there's I'm thinking there's going to be a cafe up here there's a restaurant he'll be eating again there's a surprise was it hot at the top still or was it cold still warm yeah still yeah. warm yeah still warm it's not that high is it i wouldn't have thought I don't no know. it's not that not too high but we get to the top and it's a sort of big open area and then you just get and i'm thinking so i you know oh we're down the bottom they've gone all the way down to true uh, whatever know. it is the beginning of rest the other side so the other side is the main road up to the to the to the uh, ski resort. So then, how did you get back? So you to fly back. Well, then you go around. The, yeah. right. You go around the mountain. So what we're going to do when we go, we're going to park on that road that comes around the mountain. And go around. And yeah, up. and so we'll we'll it's a forty k ride back from the yeah. other side back to yeah. whatever. So we'll start twenty k's down that road. We'll 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 do warm up and then climb down the other side. And then come around for twenty. And is that reasonably flat? Or is it undulating? Or undulating, undulating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. undulating. Yeah. And there's a, nice. it's a main road, unfortunately. Yeah. There's no other way back unless you want to come back up the other way. Which quiet uh, main roads are. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say they were busy. Yeah. And the Italians are pretty good. And the, the, the drivers not quite the same. So the Zonclam is the toughest Italian pass. Yeah. That how, we've how, done. Yeah. How does the Mangan pass? The Mangan, again, is legendary, but it's a climb I didn't know about until I found out about the Giro. Um, How does that fare to every, everything else? Lombardia, Motorolo, Stelvio? 
Yeah, it's, uh, how would I compare it? It has a feel of Stelvio, but it's longer and it's a bit, you don't realise you're climbing early on, you're through this valley area, there's a lot of trees and you're, you're looking at the scenery, so you're thinking I'm struggling here, I'm having a bad day, but you are actually climbing. It's not opened out to a classic <coughs> climb and then eventually you see halfway through, you can see the switchbacks in the distance. So yeah, it's a long climb, starts gradually, but then you build up into it and it was this year's stage of the Giro, the penultimate stage. What was yeah. it? Yeah. It was raining, it was trucking it. The down. Queen stage. The Queen stage, uh, when we did it. So last year, yeah, they used that as their uh, penultimate stage. What he's uh, not telling you is that's one of seven climbs or on something on this, on this, is it six or seven on that Sportful Dollar Meter? I'd say four, Steve. Only four? Good climb, bad climb. Well, it also climb, seems like climb. seven to me. The... Uh, the last, the last climb is a little short, steepy, and basically you've you've cooked anyway. Then so yeah. it's whatever you've got left, and that does find a lot of people out. And what you're taking in your pockets, like normally when I've been riding with Andy, and I'm just as bad. We we pretty much stop for some food in between, as well as carrying our own nutrition. But so on a on one of these four climb sportifs, what have you got they in have your food pockets? Stations. Food basically, stations. breakfast. You're just relying on the yeah. breakfast is a factor. Yeah. What are you having in Italian sort of areas? Well, for they breakfast? have put pasta on it. Like, mate, what time are we getting up? Five o'clock in the morning. Sometimes we've got to get some of those. Yeah. Get your breakfast. Get yeah. ready. Get to the start line. So some of these people, they know that the, all the people are there to do this event. So they cater early doors, and yeah. they know what cyclists want. There's They're lots of cakes. Putting pasta on. They do eat cakes, <coughs> and you think that's crazy. Cake isn't going to last though, is it? You know. So you're having pasta or something for they breakfast. Do well, we did on, so yeah. in Bormio when when we did the Stelvio one. The Bormio, we stayed in a proper hotel, yeah. and the bloke was a was a he was a he used to compete oh, for Italy in no in biathlon you know the oh, shooting yeah, yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. and the the skiing yeah. thing so could and appreciate they it. did that and it, he he got up mm. at four so there was lots of people in this hotel who were doing the, the Stelvio thing he was up at four o'clock and they were cooking and yeah there was pasta and things one when we did in Feltra it was more of a and b and I don't think she, she had to come in from miles away she owned they own mm. a, a vineyard and all the rest of it which is great because it was Prosecco was fantastic you've, you've got to fill up early food. doors with food because yeah. you've got a long day it depends how long it is to get to the race start from wherever your yeah, accommodation yeah. is like the nerves are kicking 20 minutes away the nerves are kicking in so your stomach's mm. not no. do you want to eat yeah and, and do you eat well, you too much to, don't you you need, you yeah. need to eat early enough so you can drop your guts before you start I was going to say that well we all know we're all endurance the start of the sport that's why I'd sooner do it in my hotel rather than go to the race start and see what the race race organizers have put on. I'd sooner do it in my They're accommodation. Very good. There's, have there's half an hour to yeah. sit down and, and you know. There's, there's plenty of toilets. There's, there's plenty of fight for the toilets. Who's going a, first? Yeah, going there after and then get going and then rely on my own top up nutrition in my back pocket. So there's, there's yeah. food. There's food at the start of the. So once course. you get going, do you use your own gels and you know? Yeah, you've got your own drink as well, which you used to. Obviously. So you, do you start with your two bidons? Do you put any electrolyte in any, or is it just water? I've started to put electrolyte one water the other because it yeah. can uh, be a bit overbearing sometimes yeah, at the It's always interesting because all the feed stations the rest of it, yeah. you can get water, yeah. but generally it's Coke, isn't it? It's full fat yeah. Coke. Yeah. That's, what the, that's what yeah. they've got. You don't it's have that free. too early. No. Maybe, maybe at the final aid station. Yeah, yeah I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, and that works. It yeah. seems you have that too early, it's a slippery slope. For them, it's bananas, it's little cakes. Food stations are amazing. The normal little rolls. Meat. Got, uh, what are you wanting to stop at aid stations? Got a bit, a bit stuff, tactical, right? yeah, because yeah. 
everyone stops at the first one and it's chaos. Yeah. The idea is you should put your bike down somewhere and walk to these tables. Well, that's never no one happen. wants to let go of the bike. Everyone's just leaning over and you're behind and, them. What are you doing? And they're trying to get away from it. They've got the bike and it's just a crazy fight to get yeah. near the table. And we're, so selling it. we're selling all these sportives, aren't we? It's sometimes crazy. you bypass crazy. certain feed stations. You work, you take your own. You think, right, I'll miss that one out because yeah. the time it might thin out it. a bit later on for some yeah. of the yeah. so I, I like to make, we did this in Mallorca, I like to make a, a, a small roll or something that's got yeah, cheese that. and you had out. You had baguettes hanging out the back of your jersey. Well, no, he had the baguette hanging out the back of the jersey. I cut mine in half. Baguette the baguette that you made, you made for him. Yeah. It? <laughs> but that, you know, I saw it, it wasn't ideal the yeah. one in Mallorca in, in terms of the bread type stuff. But Not when it's like raining. Places, well, there's, so, there's, so I like to carry something like that. Yeah. Well, I would say As a lot of this stuff yeah, 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 yeah. is sweet. Like stuff. There's cakes, there's sweets, there's bananas. There's eventually, sweet. your body does not want to take sweets. No, you want some of It's like t- Team Sky or any us, if you will. They've got nice little cheese and yeah, cheese and just just for a little. I'm gonna you know, start making my own rice cakes. cakes. That's yeah. what I'm gonna do. Yeah, and I think that's the best thing to do. Yeah. Really, put the ingredients you need. But then Alex Scott says at the end of these events, like you've done Iron Man and. The coke seems to work. I don't. I can't. Yeah, put, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. just. You need nice. that kick at the and end. You've also got that like cramp prevention and stuff. You know your muscles sugar. have been put yeah. through, and not well, just sugar, but you know the right caffeine intake and you know the right uh, magnesium and potassium yeah. that you need to just sort of neutralise. You know yeah. you're not gonna. If you can feel it coming on, and that just a shot of coke or <coughs> half a cup of coke and just. Yeah. Put you back in the room. And gas sometimes helps. Gas gets settles your stomach a yeah, bit as yeah. well in a way. Because as you say, electrolytes or gels, it just sometimes it gets a bit too much that. And uh, you know, a baguette, a bite of a baguette is grand. Just carrying a full baguette in my pocket isn't ideal now and again. But I like solids and I like gels. Um, they do offer at the top of the role a uh, Paso Valle, is it? In, yeah. the, in the Dolomites. Yeah. Is it one of the sponsors? The uh, what's the coffee company? Segafredo. Yeah. They offer a shot of coffee, which uh, but that's welcomed. It sounds yeah, but you you do forget because you're downing everything as rapidly as you can. It yeah. is actually hot, hot. coffee, so oh. you've down that like whoa, yeah. Burnt esophagus. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh, take it on there. Uh, the so caffeine gets you to the finish, yeah. Yeah, so that that sportful dolomiti, which hopefully we're going to do this year because it's in June. Yeah. Uh, hopefully the drama over Cobbled finish in a little old town as well. Can't Steve wait. Field. Absolutely can't wait. <laughs> but well, there's some famous climbs on there, some famous hills. There's famous for a number oh, of Oh, yeah. The, what's the other event that's in that same area? That uh, Maratona. Uh, it's a Maratona massive event. Maratona de Dolomites, yeah. yeah. Massively that oversubscribed. Trying to get in it. It's, it's a big thing if you've got in it. Uh, and that, the majority of these people are Italian. Or you're getting Germans and Spanish and Germans, French. I'm not a lot of Italians. Because they're so popular. Mostly, it's all, it's mostly Italians. Italians. There's Germans, Dutch. Uh, the words are getting out Brits. there now. Yeah, people yeah. are getting more it aware of. Yeah. I don't really Spanish. I wouldn't. No. I've not really seen any. Well, I, you just don't know, do you? But well, well, like, but Americans. Before we just move on to uh, the French sportifs, you know. So, in a nutshell, what would your one-line description be of Italian sportifs? Steve first. Great people, just great <laughs> hospitality. Yes, yeah. He talks to me all the time. Go on then, fast. Great on. hospitality, great people, and stunning, stunning scenery. It different stunning. again to the yeah, French Alps. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. So yeah, it's a plus for me. It's a win-win every time. I love it. It's absolutely. If is it, the Dolomites more biblical than the Alps? Would you say, or what, what is steeper. it? Steeper, steeper, yeah. yeah the way it is, it's not steep. You watch the Giro d'Italia. Yeah, it's as rugged. It's more. Is it more stony looking, or is it more? Yeah, green they've got those. They've got those freestanding granite yeah, type yeah, things yeah, that you see. The top, yeah. Very yeah. linear sort yeah, of. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dramatic. It's on its own that scenery, yeah, and it's spectacular, yeah. Uh, but also from 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 that side as well. There's just so many places to go in a, in a relatively 
short amount of time to get there. Yeah. I know I, t- I said before it was a two hour drive, yeah. you know, and it can be a bit of a pain because it's mountain passes and stuff. But we also went over towards um, what is the Sella Ronda for the Italian ski resort areas, which is always interesting to see that you're actually, you know, if anybody's been skiing, you just yeah. you see in this place covered in snow. Mm-hmm. And then we're there in the summer or yeah. June or whatever, and we're riding and it's all pasture land. And, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's, and it's weird because you, you, you sort Same of disorder. Yeah. I've skied down this. I've skied down this road I'm on. I've skied down this valley and things, and you're recognising certain aspects of it. Right, but, that, you know, you can get to them within an hour, an hour and a half from yeah. some of the bases. So it is, I think Andy summed it up very well. It is yeah. unbelievable scenery, Italian, especially in the Dolomites and things. And, and obviously we do it as well to enjoy the evening or, or, or the food, food and then the drink. So food. is the, the Italian food yes. on time? Nobby, Nobby Collie, I will just say. The French yet, food. No. Nobby Collie, the hospitality is amazing. I think there's about 13,000 people do that. The organisation yeah. at the start is amazing. You all come from different sides of the town, depending on what colour and start you are. And it just works like clockwork. The event doesn't kill you. It's long enough, but it, the hills don't kill you. They don't kill you. But yeah. you get back to the town. It's a seaside town. There's loads yeah, of bars, Rimini, restaurants. Yeah. But the, uh, there's then free food and free bar. Oh. And then entertainment. They brought yeah. these dancers on. and yeah. it's Less of the dancers, it was music. music Less of the dancers, you. I think you told me this story. We'll, we'll save that for another <laughs> we'll podcast. That one, we, um, we age rated. So anyway, to the next point then is, is French sportive. So... A big one is La Marmot. Um similar to the free one two, is it in Mallorca or yeah. is that the one, the the, the big one in Mallorca, yeah. free one two. So yeah. La Marma yeah. is a big one for the Alps in this you know, in the Alpine area of France. So I think it covers Galibier. Does it cover yeah. Alpe d'Huez? Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, what's it? Tel- the Telegraph, quite a fair, yeah. Glandon. Over the top, then you've uh, the Glandon uh called the Telegraph. They changed the course when we did it because the Galibier, the tunnel was uh, there was some avalanche issue or something to close the road, so we had to go up uh, over the quite a fair down the other side and there's one called the Lassets, which is quite a famous little climb. We had to turn around immediately, come back up the. Uh, it wasn't the Glandon uh, Mollard. I think we came back up. Right, back okay. Back up the quite a fair, which we shouldn't have been doing. We should have been going towards the Galibier, and then it finishes on the iconic uh, Alpe d'Huez. The feed station mm. there, I've never come across an event before. When you actually go in, it's all timed on a chip. They encourage you to go in that last feed station and your time in there is not taken into account on the event. They want you to stop and recover. And so many people go in there and decide they can't do Alpe d'Huez. And the year we did it was particularly hot. It was 40 degrees plus, it was ridiculous. And it was the uh, the time of the Ice Bucket Challenge. So. They were doing ice bucket challenge. Everyone's getting water thrown over them. There was people at the side of the road spraying you. They were throwing water at you. The heat, people were lying on every bend in the shade, on the, just getting the bikes, lying down in the shade. Battlefield. So, yeah, it was carnage. Just a, a bit of a, a brief overlook of what it is. I mean, Can I'm probably going to miss a few things out. We're going to come back onto that. But um, you start at Borg de Ozons. Yes, um, the, foot, the town at the foot of Alpe There's a big slog then towards Col de Glandon, which is, you know, an 18... 18- Hundred meter climb, um, a nineteen hundred meter climb, and then you've got called the Telegraph, which is a fantastic climb. I like yeah, the yeah. Telegraph. And then you come to the top of called the Telegraph, and you come to Valor, and then you kick on to called the Galibier. So you continue climbing. So called the Galibier caps out at a uh, two thousand seven hundred meters circuit, and then then it's called the Lateret um, that we didn't mention. That's down all that. You're going down on the side. You're descending that, yeah. there, and then, you, then you're kicking up to your final slog up Alpe d'Huez. Mm. So out of all them climbs, which is your favourite? 
I'll do as is a classic, and uh, I didn't rate it. I no, I don't want to see it at time, and it's uh, it's just because it's it's been on the TV and everyone's seen yeah. it. Uh, uh, the Galibia is just you, you're in the you, you're in I the I don't clouds. think I've climbed anything like it. You're I'm still clouds, yet to yeah, be. Yeah, you know, I've done the Wuling Mount Wuling KOM, uh, Taiwan, um, Tenerife. You know, uh, Alduez, Glandon, Galibia, Galibia, just just biblical. The Call the Finestry is fantastic. Yeah. Galibia. First time I did it, me and another guy drove up from the other side over the top and down to Valois, whatever you call it. Yeah. I was driving and I said to my mate, I said, I'm feeling a bit funny. Feeling mate. a bit said, dizzy. I, I feel a bit dizzy. And, uh, <laughs> so you had a bit of a funny deal here on my, this my one. My passenger didn't you? said, I don't mean to be funny, Andy, but I'm feeling a bit funny. But at this time, I'm driving the car and there's just the like hundreds of feet drop at the side of me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm worried about climbing the bike up here, but the car, I've got a problem all of a sudden. It was. Uh, Altitude does kick in, doesn't it? Yeah, you know the oxygen situation. And so, what happened? You, I know you've had a. Was this the time when you had this funny, funny do? Yeah, me and my mate, we got there early, early, few days earlier. You know, and we've uh, we're doing some recce. We're Instead doing some training. of like relaxing, enjoying, getting ready for the big event. Fire the legs up, haven't you? And oh. they were experienced a heat wave in this region. I told you before on the day it was forty degrees, and this so forty degrees. Yeah. Uh, my mate who knows a bit about the uh, the cuisine, he says, we'll try this. And it was the old, uh, what's the raw steak tartar? Steak, steak tartar. Raw. Anyway, I've had that. It's not agreed with me at all. Can I just say, he had it, uh, he had it in a living cafe the other day. <laughs> oh, and the same thing happened to him. Oh, so he hasn't learned. So what is it, beef? Or yeah, what yeah it's raw beef, steak tartar and uh, egg. It was my mate's birthday, so we'll celebrate having one of these. I'm like, oh, no, did not agree. Massive diarrhea oh. <laughs> combined with the heat. So two days before, we're doing this climb, which we've done before, and I just want to stop at the side of the road and lie down and go to sleep. My mate's disappeared. This is your recce ride. This, this is two days before, just a before. bit of training. Yeah. So I've managed to get to this cafe, and I'm a bit delirious by then, and uh, my mate finally finds me, and he says, you weren't making sense. So anyway, I've recovered, I've had a drink, and uh, we're going back to our village, and uh, we've got another climb up to our ski village where we're staying. And it happens again. I'm going like, I just kind of pass out. I feel sick. I don't know. So he gets to the cafe. I said, I said, Ian, I've got to get back to the uh, the hotel. I don't feel right. My heart's pounding like mad. So anyway, it didn't slow down back at the hotel. And I said, you're going to have to see if there's a doctor or something. I, I'm a bit worried now. So you managed to get back to the hotel. Yeah. And uh, he, f he went back into town and he said to this guy, is there a doctor in this village? It's a ski village. He says, uh, is this for your friend who was here earlier? He says, yeah. He says, uh, that is not a doctor. That is an emergency. So he comes back, he says, there's an ambulance coming. <laughs> this is <laughs> two days before the event. And there's Where are you, just sat in the reception? It, just it, we're in our little room here, you know, yeah. in our ski sort of uh, chalet thing. And uh, about three, four paramedics came in this little room and they're doing all these tests. I put something on my finger, they're checking this, that. And they say, yeah, we, you, we can find no problem. Uh, you seem okay, but uh, you will come with us uh, to the hospital and you will stay overnight in Grenoble. Like, no, 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 no. And, uh, my small amount of friends, she's, uh, I said, Pourquoi? I was quite yeah. pleased with myself. Yeah, I got yeah. this word. And, uh, <laughs> and then she spoke back rapidly. I have no idea what she's saying to me. But basically, at this time, they're strapping me in this wheelchair. Mm. People are still turning up with bike boxes to this event. And they're seeing me wheeled out in a chair into the back of an ambulance. I'm yeah. like, I feel a complete idiot. Yeah. So basically, they're taking me to Grenoble Hospital, which is 50 miles it's away. I don't know the distance. Away, yeah, yeah. And then uh, my mate's following in the uh, the car behind. He's following me to hospital, and uh, I can see the blue flashing light, Lantern Blue. I was <laughs> more French, I knew. We stopped halfway. I'm like, well, what's going on? And uh, he says, uh, we must stop here because uh, we cannot go any further. We need to get back to Alpduez. We are the only 
uh, people that take care of outdoors area uh, and so they put me into another ambulance that had met us wow, to take me to, the race, <laughs> to Grenoble and I'm thinking how much is this going to cost me were you feeling alright at that point were you still a bit delirious like, just a bit, uh, a bit overwhelmed by it all yeah, I'm yeah. in the back of an ambulance there's yeah. blue flashing lights and uh, I'm, I'm running out of French uh, words to speak to the guy <laughs> he's run out of his one did you not just re repeat the same words because it's a different paramedic and his English wasn't too good to be fair but uh, so yeah um, I'm thinking how much is going to cost me so uh, yeah. it gets to the <laughs> did hospital. you have your E111 well that was it my mate's followed he's got me insurance oh cheers Ian uh, thanks for that and uh they, they didn't ask for the insurance and they, I showed them the E111 card. Uh, I don't know if it's called the EHIC card. now, yeah. Straight away, they put the band on my arm and no questions asked and I had everything done to me in hospital. I had a CT yeah. scan, a chest scan, an x-rays and uh, stayed overnight and uh, basically found nothing but it was severe dehydration yeah. uh, due to the, the heat and the... the uh, yeah, plenty of food, of course. Diarrhea. They plenty of food. I think everyone needs to realise when you're doing any endurance ride, whether it's training or a race, that these things can occur and you've got to, you've got to go through the checklist. It happened to us when we did the Alps in a different way, not dehydration, but we, we looked at that Marmot route and we thought, oh, we can do that. We, we set off late in the day, 9am, 10am in the morning. Uh, and then you start realizing we're only averaging here 14 kilometers an hour. How are we going to do 160 <laughs> kilometers in a day when you've got, you know, call after call after call? And uh, we'd done, we done Telegraph and then Galibier, then descended and then went and did Alpe d'Huez. And all of a sudden it started getting dark, the clouds started coming in, and we ascended Alpe d'Huez. And as I say, it was great, it was a good climb. I didn't think it was amazing, as, as, as good as what everybody made out. We got to the top of Alpe d'Huez, and then we thought, right, how do we get to this Glandon? Um, so then we descended out the airs, and at this point it's probably about three in the afternoon, four in the afternoon, and we had to get all the way back to Valois. Um, and we're probably about 80 kilometers, 100 kilometers away, but we were stuck, we we're in no man's land, wow. so, so it's like quite a fair to get up there, fair, another big yeah. lump of a climb. That so we got to the bottom of Alpe d'Huez, as you call it. It's a bit funny that quite a fair in Glandon because it's these really split, there's a fork there's in the one, road, yeah. There's there, one yeah. where it's classed as Glandon, and then one yeah. bit further, quite a fair. Yeah, and there's yeah. a bit I, I think whatever, well, whatever the climb is that leads you to that fork in the road, and you go left to Glandon and then right to Croix de la Fer, we continue to Croix de la Fer. But as we're going up this slog before the fork in the road, it's pounded it down, and you, you, you then kind of descended into this tiny little village and then you kicked on again the reservoirs up there and god knows what oh, but yeah, yeah. you could hardly see ahead of you it was cloudy it was steamy and we only had bib shorts on and a lightweight jacket at this point we'd pretty much had all our nutrition we had no signal it's lashing it down we're thinking we could be in trouble here. We could be really <laughs> in trouble. All I can say is both of you needed me there. Yeah, well, so we needed would have been, I'd have been organised. I'd have been made sure. Claymeister yeah. beeping yeah. up in his uh, theatre bar. I thought, I'm slightly worried that we're putting people off doing these things, really, because we're oh, concentrating on all well, the... Concentrating on the... It's a bit of a near-death experience, a bit of a story to it. So go on, back to the mark. Two days before, I'm in the hospital... And I'm in the back of the, the ambulance and uh, one of my mates from back home's phoned me and he's come round to my house, unbeknownst to me, I've had a plumbing issue. So he says, <laughs> while you're enjoying yourself, Andy, cycling your bike round the Alps, uh, I'm sorting out your water issues at home. I'm like, oh, cheers, Mick. That's not Mick, is it? Mick's a plumber. He says, where are you New now? He says, uh, I says, don't sell the wife, but I'm yeah. in the back of an ambulance. <laughs> That's what you're talking about. Says, don't tell her until I know more, but yeah. Uh, and uh, I said, don't tell other people, it'll be on social media, so... <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I got checked out. Uh, the guy said, yeah, I wouldn't advise doing any ex uh, you know, strenuous uh, events. Anything strenuous. For a week. <laughs> so uh, this is two days before the event. I went back the next day and I got my, my goodie bag, you know, my top that I paid for. And, and uh, on the day of the event, I got up early doors to see my mates set off to get to the start. There's all closed roads. 
So I've gone to watch them come across this dam area, 7,000 people, I watched them all go past, and I went down to the town to get some diarrhea tablets, said <laughs> I should have been doing the event, blah, blah, blah. So I'm not going to do all day, it's a long day. So I start to climb, the first climb on the event, it's quite a fair, I thought, I start to feel ill again, I just roll back down, I go back to my apartment, that's it, and I wait till they all come back at the end of the day. So as I start climbing, I'm actually catching people on the event that I'd watched go past, and I'd gone to a town, and... And then I'm chatting and this guy had had some issues, he wasn't going to do it. And I thought, God, I've just had diarrhea. So anyway, carried on climbing, catching more and more people, gets to the top and there's masses of people at this feed station. And I'm looking around thinking, they look a lot worse. And I feel, I'm like, so this is cut off time. I either go back down the way I came, back or to kick the, on. Yeah, or go over the top and down to the other side of the valley. And that is, there's no return there. And you've committed to the event. And uh, I've not put my number on my bike. I've not taken proper nutrition. I'm just there as a How spectator. So, yeah, okay, I'd taken it easy. Knowing I'd been ill two days before, I was just riding within yeah. myself, so I was feeling... What, did you slept well the night before and rehydrated and that well? Well, the rehydration was an issue. I've still got diarrhoea, so I'm yeah. having to get these tablets. And yeah. I'm, so it was a bit crazy, really, what what was doing, but... Um, <laughs> he did it. Anyway, <laughs> I went down to the side and... Uh, expect anything less. <laughs> start, start the lassettes, which you'd have to throw in as an extra. Even if you found something on his CT scan, he probably thought it would have done it. <laughs> and uh, my phone goes in my backpack, and uh, I thought, I better answer this. It's the wife, so... Uh, <laughs> She says, oh, what are you doing He's today? Or You're not. taking it easy today. You know, you've been in hospital. You know, you need to take it easy, lie down. And yeah. I said, uh, well, actually, nurse, I'm on the way. event. You know, I'm doing the event. She says, oh, don't be stupid. What are you talking about? I said, no, I've actually, I've started riding. I'm doing the event. I'm halfway home. <laughs> I cannot believe what you're doing. I cannot believe. Why have you, why have you told me this? And uh, so at this point, the phone went down. So um, <laughs> yeah. basically, eight hours later, I phoned her. I finished. So... Uh, yeah, another great day in the uh, in the book. Yeah. So that's why he's called a machine. You see, Andy is a machine when it comes to these. He's, he's mental. The mental side to it, really. As it is similar to Stelvio's on clan yeah. that you did. You know, it's yeah. not just about doing it up to a certain time. But if you can mentally think, oh god, here we go, and just overcome that mental barrier. Mm. But that yeah. is just sheer. It uh, is quite powerless. easy to say, I'm no. stopping. Yeah, I'm not going it. any further. You yeah. know, but, but you come all that yeah. way. You train for it. You're looking forward to it, unless. Yeah. There is a, a major, major issue that prevents you from doing it. We all do it, don't yeah. we? we what, and the other thing on these organised events, we haven't mentioned this yet, it's not really that important, but they also have mechanics along the way. So there's there's actually scooters and things, isn't there? Mechanics. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if you do have a mechanical, there's people that fix it. I've no doubt you have to pass your debit card over or something. I can't remember for some of the things. No, some things race number, number, number they take. Race number they take and they yeah. sort it out afterwards. So if yeah. you've got a major issue or even a minor yeah. issue, you know, they'll they'll sort out your yeah. Yeah. Like, they'll I mean, sort out similar your similar to racing in Asia, it'd be like that, but then there'd be people carrying wheels and stuff. But of yeah, course yeah, there's no yeah. campagnolo. So I had a camper rear hold the rear wheel and then the amount of times that i'd had a puncture or something and they bring over oh yes we have a wheel but nobody'd have campagnolo it's probably yeah, but in, in italy in italy it's, it's all campagnolo no and then, 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 then there's no shimano <laughs> and i ride shimano and stuff so, so but they, they have everything they have everything normally so yeah. what do you prefer the alps or the dolomites the alps have got more history more classic you know and the uh they're quite iconic aren't they uh the dolomites is a bit new to me and i've never followed the giro till the last few years so now i'm becoming more aware of it and seems like you've got more experience in the dolomites though or have you well, i've done the last three years there on the same event and uh, we've done a lot of riding around the area and yeah. i'd say the scenery is more impressive and it's the, the dolomites is one on its own the type of scenery you get there the rocks at the top yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. Even down below, it's a lot of rolling meadows. It's the villages, quite scenic. the food, the, the rivers. The old classic yeah. church, white church on the mountainside. Yeah. And it's, yeah. 
food's got to be nicer in Italy. Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, well, some parts of like Dolomites is also very steak, close to... Raw beef. No, no raw no, steak for me Some anymore. parts of it are German as well. Yeah, so that you, Frenchy. You know, it's in parts of the Dolomites, it's a Sud-Tyrol, isn't it? So there's, yeah. there's German food and German speakers as well. We've things. probably gone about this in the wrong order. We maybe should have gone the classics, the Italians, in for the Giro, and then the Tour oh, the in, Alps. in, 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 in year, year order. order. Yeah. Calendar, yeah. Race, calendar, calendar, calendar order. race order. Um, yeah, but this year... This, this year the calendar's all over oh, the place. Oh, yeah, so I feel so, so we could be, we could be doing it in in there. There's riders still in the UAE in a hotel on a table. Oh, they've let them go now. Oh, they've yeah, they've crazy. released they were, them today. Your season could be gone, couldn't it? Yeah, if you're not yeah. allowed to get out on your bike. What bike do you ride, Andy? So, yeah, I've had a few over the years. Uh, I just got years ago. I was really impressed with that, the CR1 Pro. <coughs> but um, I got a cheaper bike after that to, to put on the plane, basically, because... In the day, I just had a bag just to put on the plane. And, uh, it wasn't just any old bag. If you've bike. ever seen the baggage people, I've seen my bike, or I've sat in the airport <coughs> lounge, I thought, oh, that's my bike, that's my bag. Watching the handlers launch it onto the plane. So there's been various issues. Uh, one of the lads, Rawcliffe, he's, he's, his handlebars were bent in, so the force exerted there to bend your handlebars. So I got the Moser, the classic Moser has <laughs> been everywhere. And... Uh, so that has done the major events. Those are one, one, one. I have invested in uh, second hand of Stevie, the old, uh, what's the box called? Books Steve? and box. Books and box. Books and box. It is a bullet. It cannot be impregnated. It's an aluminium, it's, aluminium, it's, aluminium suitcase in effect. And you yeah, don't have to really. dismantle your bike very much at all. Do you have to take the um, stem off or do you keep the stem you on? Drop the the handle handle you drop the handlebars handle, handle handle down the side so you keep the stem uh, and on you, you take the pedals off so that they... They're all like axles inside the box, isn't there? The There's quick release. Off, it's quick it? release. No, you don't take the derailleur off. Oh, if you don't have to take the rear derailleur off, it's you're brilliant. winning. Yeah, it's brilliant. You it's so big, it's quick it's release. Big, big it's box. a big box. Yeah, but it's, it's 12 kilograms. And that's out yeah. of your 50. Strada Bianchi, you were going to rent a bike, though, were you? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a gravel uh, gravel road. And uh, I mean, cost and transport and cars at the other end start to add up if exactly. you take your own bike. It's like with anything, isn't it? You know, So it's all good having Steve's case. How often are you going to be taking your, your yeah, bike? Yeah, but if, you, if you're there for a seven day, if you're there for seven days, it's more cost effective yeah. to take your own. And you feel better on your own bike as well, especially if you're... What bike you know, have you got, Steve? We're going to come on to your new bike, but what, yeah. what Steve, Steve's got a couple, haven't you? Well, I've got three bikes, but they started off with a Boardman uh, Carbon, Team Carbon... Oh, I don't know. That was the, when did I get that? Twenty fourteen or something? Twenty twelve? Twenty twelve? And then I invested in a just before they got really popular. I got I invested in a Canyon Ultimate CF SLX. Not that I know his exact model. And sounds like you do. A couple of years Stats after up. that. Yeah. Well, the Ultimate's great. I mean, the Ultimate's way too good for me. Yeah. You know, it's more it's of a, a, the climber. It's a though. pro. It's Is a pro. Got, so that was. That, just ultimate. hang on a minute, Andy. We'll get back to you. It's my turn now. Um, <laughs> Go for it. But Steve. this was this was Quintana's bike and all the rest of it. Those are the first set of bikes it's that the they had. Same height as him, Quintana. Uh, no, same. Yeah, possibly. Probably for, anybody, for anybody, who's, for anybody well, who's listening, Steve Clay is. How, how are you? Five foot eight or something? Five or eight. A bit heavier than Quintana. I'm not sure. Is it close? Uh, possibly. <laughs> so, Steve, possibly. what are you sitting at at the minute? What's your race weight ideally? My race weight should be about 68 kilograms. I'm about 73 at the moment. So he's about five foot eight, 68 kilograms, and what's your FTP? Well, I don't really. I've, probably the last test. So for those who are listening, that's Steve. Anyway, yeah. back to the ultimate. Uh, so the, uh, I got the ultimate, which, as I said, is a climber's bike, and the, like, it was a six quarters of the lightest it's bike that anybody, the best climbing bikes, yeah, 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 anybody had ever seen. So, but this was just back in 2015, I think it was when I got that one, just before Canyon really went wild yeah. and things. Um, and uh, and then they 
they increased their range and different types of bikes. And for some of the sporty things that we were doing, because I'm always at the back. Not at older. the back, Steve. Not so, at the back. Middle. So, middle. So, well, about. Well, the back we've all had. So. You don't do yourself justice, Steve. But then, but then, so 55, Steve. But these, Living but, the dream. But these events are, you know, anywhere from six to ten hours. Yeah. They can be, you know, there's a long day in the saddle. Mm. And so the ultimate, well, I just read a few things. Uh, and there was the, the Canyon had an Enduro. So I've got a Canyon Enduro as well. Again, an Enduro. Is that CFS more comfortable ride? It's, it's meant to be more comfortable. It's yeah. a different seating position because the Ultimate is an aggressive ride. It mm. is, a, you know, it's a pro ride. It's a pro mm. bike. So the geometry of the bike frame is a Yeah, bit yeah, yeah. More so it's aggressive. less. Yeah, so it's, it's so, and, you know, the, the, the Ultimate's quite small. The Enduro is slightly bigger even. That, so I'm a, I'm a small in, yeah. the, in the Canyons. I'm not, well. I'm not small. I, I mean, I'm, I'm five foot ten, but I think I'm a small in most bikes. Yeah, most uh, bikes. The amount of times I've got a medium, and it's the top two has been too big for me, yeah. and I've regretted it. You know, yeah. I don't think there's any shame in that. So I, I, I love the canyons. I, the, the two canyon bikes I've got, I love. I mean, the Boardman does me great over the winter. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah. My canyons go to sleep. They hibernate. They, they, they hibernate in the winter. The fantastic bikes. A lot of R and D. Um, turning into a bit of an ikea flat pack system as i'd like to call them but um there is i mean that's no, what you they, get and you no, get they're brilliant they are brilliant and the best bang for your buck because yeah, you yeah. get full componentry you get yeah. good wheels um and it's best bang for your buck yeah. if you've got three and a half grand four grand two and a half grand three grand you're going to get more of a bike I've got going shimano, to canyon yeah i've got shimano dura ace di2 on both yeah, my I bikes i think you can get sram di2 with uh, sram yeah. red now you can get sram you can tap it all on the bikes depending on which ones you want yeah you know they go through certain grades of it you know, but the, the customer ones service got, all right, the delivery all right. Well, were you waiting long for the bikes or? Um, the, the first ones, yeah. We're not here to plug Canyon, by the way. Yeah, the but, first ones, the, that ultimate, yeah, I had to wait a while, but yeah. that was to be expected. You yeah. know, you, it's you, built you, to order, I suppose. Well, yeah, for those, that, that time, that now it's. I mean, they are a bit different now. That's they have a lot of stock mm. as well as built to order. So, yeah. you know, the 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 Enduro, the ultimate was a, a good few months. Mm. The the Enduro turned up in two weeks. Yeah. Lovely bikes, and uh, even the female range is fantastic as well. Sometimes I wish I was a girl because the bikes are that nice. Well, that was they didn't have, they never did that to begin with. The when Canyon, I was the Canyon Shram road bikes are yeah. just awesome. The the Rafa the Rafa team calls awesome. So your new bike, you've took influence from. Yeah, yeah. We had lots of discussions. We tried to convince Andy he should have an Enduro race as well. Oh wow! Because. You know, he's sporty. Yeah, yeah. He's again, you're on for on the bike for a long time. And you, you've you've ridden with Andy, and you know Andy like he might as well have a bloody basket on the front sometimes because he sat up a lot. He sit he? up and bag, he? Yeah. Up, he sits up a lot. You know, yeah. he's not even though he's very good at being. Prone, Just uh, the only time I see him is when I look over my shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. very good at time trials as well. He keeps us quiet, but he TT type stuff. So he's prone positions. He's got his giant well, fist. But generally, when he, he yeah. just ride, he rides around. He rides upright, yeah. and we sort of said, well. The, I want an ultimate. I want an ultimate. I want. I want an ultimate. I really want. An <laughs> Do you not ultimate. want an aero road? But we we talked about the aero road as well. Very aggressive and uncomfy. Yeah, know, and he was slightly like worried about. That, yeah. I would have gone ultimate. About being blown off the bike and all the rest of it, and he'd heard nasty stories. So we we talked about the ultimate. I want an ultimate. I really want an ultimate. And we said, I'm sure, I don't talk. Like <laughs> and we said, you need the endurance, really, nice. Andy. Honestly, <laughs> if you're going to do these sportives, it's more relaxed. You don't, you know, you, you know, you don't, you, you're not down there. You're not aggressive. You're not riding. I want the ultimate. I want the ultimate. And we we convinced him Stop that he should 
wouldn't have. <laughs> right, we get the point now, Steve. An Endurace. So what did he buy? Endurace. No. <laughs> no. He bought the Ultimate. Right, okay. So, so what first, type of Ultimate did well, you get uh, the It's ultimate. only recently, the past yeah, few weeks, yeah. the past couple of months. Yeah. So there's a sizing system, and uh, I think Canyon always want to put you on a smaller bike. Obviously, it's lighter, and uh, so I got yeah, the, the large. Right, yeah. But the Ultimate, as Steve says, Ultimate, Ultimate, is yeah. quite an aggressive oh, ride. And I felt I was reaching too far down to the bars uh, and they're aero type bars which you, your hands grab differently so, so it's an aero cockpit yeah I've made this the investment. problem is with that is you're restricted then on the stem and the handlebars but they do do things they, they, I mean, that's one of the things that they've learned one of the things especially on the aero cockpit they've learned about that you know one of the first things that when they came out was this is the bike you get and there's yeah. no change with the aero cockpits now you can get different, different yeah. you can get a different so yeah what happened I, I rolled the first one uh, two or three times one of the rides about 70 miles I thought I really need to know if this is the right bike for me yeah, yeah. and a bit unsure how this works after you've ridden it try before you buy well, basically no, 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 no. The, the customer number they'll, they'll speak to you they'll, they'll say Connell and basically he said yeah send it back we, we advise you to ride the bikes a few times to feel if it's right we don't want to sell you the wrong Fantastic. bike 30 days good. or 40 days it's not good for our company if uh, we're selling people yeah. the wrong bike so because it's such a direct purchase model they've got Canyon it's to be expected isn't it you can't go to a local retailer and try a canyon if anybody doesn't know it's direct order only so yeah that's yeah. the risk but hopefully they've they've ironed out that risk because they're saying that you yeah. can try for 30 40 days and if you're not happy then I, I exchange I he, did, he, he did try to convince you not to change didn't he initially though because he said look you're right on the cusp you might find you then yeah. reaching yeah. if you go to a extra large which is what you were going to was you it basically change some dimensions that you've put in about your height your reach and as soon as i changed my height by one centimeter it put me on an extra large so i'm yeah. like your height shouldn't but it's really not all about that because you could have long legs and a small torso or you might have small legs and a big torso so, so, so then your height overall yeah, doesn't count but it's inside yeah. leg they measure your inside, inside leg. leg one of the oh. things you're meant to do they used to do five measurements and they now do three we'll still talk about canyon in a minute but so you did the Ultimate. three measurements and and, <laughs> and so in the end they sent him a neck he sent his large back they let me send the bike like i cleaned it as best i could you know i'm like wow is, is it going to be it. some like money knocked off this but no box it up they send you a box you buy this box it's cardboard box as they call something it's a, yeah it's a canyon but yeah, it's a transport send it box. back in that uh, yeah. it arrives so back don't in throw Germany. your box away if you right. uh, so if they you don't send you a new box you use the one that came with yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. you've already purchased so you've now 15. gone to an XL have you yeah then they send a new one out and again you can ride it see how it goes and uh, yeah initially it felt great and this you know. time he got the aero wheels whereas before he didn't have the aero wheels oh yeah. I want an ultimate with aero wheels Carbon. so now he's wheels. got aero wheels what a well. saga this aero <laughs> wheels has saga. been gosh tubeless no let's not talk about it no. tubeless but he's sorted now he's sorted on that front as well there so is a technique and it is a technique to get the tyre off if you can't get your tyre off and you get a puncture you, you're stuck yeah. dead at the side of the road as one guy said so I'm going to send these wheels back they're no good but I've in touch with Mavic and they said it's all in the technique and they sent me this video and you watch it and it is in the technique the tyre will come off by hand you did it while watching the crown on netflix didn't where you? else something like that I took know? it to mechanics they've snapped tire levers oh don't stop with that uh, it yeah. seems impossible and he's offering training courses with mavic wheel puncture <laughs> repairs and tire replacements well then you've got to go down the route of putting this fluid in which it self seals if you get a puncture yeah, yeah. and uh, people go for it they're going to replace really it like every that. so many months are you finding the day are you yeah. calipers aren't you, are you calipers, yeah, yeah. so, how, so, so 
what do you think to your canyon? So it's been ridden very few times with the weather we've had and what have you and the wheel issue. So, but along with along with the training, fast, along with the training, you're doing PBs and all out, the rest of it. Watch out, people! I'm coming yeah, for watch you. Watch out, people! Yeah. So yeah, he's on a race bike. He's on a proper good. pro race bike. No excuses. Bike. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But the Moser has been good, and I'm sure that will still see many days going for, going forward. Yeah. Have you are you getting rid of the uh, Genesis? Genesis has been good to me. Uh, just yeah. a few bottom bracket issues. Uh, a lot of these they're press fit now. These bottom brackets. It's, uh, it's all about the carbon, how they've been manufactured. If the tolerances aren't quite right, it doesn't push fit, it's loose. So, uh, yeah, I've had a few issues there. So, uh, With all the there power he puts through, you know. All his weight. Um, <laughs> Andy, so so that's your canyon. Uh, how tall are you? 6'3". Six, 6'3". Three. Six, three. In old measures. And, uh, what are you weighing 87 kilos, which uh, still can't get me head around. Is that around 14 stone just on there? 87 but? kilograms, wow. That's not bad. That's it's quite right, light yeah. for a tall Do I, a, do I compare to any pro in the I peloton like there? And what's your FTP at the minute? FTP 318, yeah. So, uh, well, the only person who was ever near 80-odd kilograms was Greipel. I think there is some big guys. Uh, some guy won the Classic last year, Christoph. didn't he? So eight, 87 yeah. kilograms, Ian. Yeah. So yeah, you're 3.6 watts per kilo. Here we go. So you're 3.61. So Steve, what's your FTP? Uh, 230-ish. 230. And you're by 73. 73. I'll be 3.6 as well, I think. 3.1. Oh, bollocks. What was I? 3.6? 3.6 watts per kilo. What are you, Scott? I'm my last. Well, at at the minute, I'm 2.98, but I was 3.08 last year, and that was probably after you recorded 3.18. So we'll go with 3.08. Sitting at 75 with fluctuation to 74, 78 kilogram, but let's go 75 kilogram, um, 4.1 watts per kilo. Wow, wow, powerhouse here, powerhouse. Hey, that's why I'm always ahead of you when we're in Mallorca, mate. Oh. Well, we'll but you did always. batter me at Lakeland <laughs> Loop. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, cold to saw you. So yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, it's been really interesting on the Alps and in the Dolomites, and we have got the... Uh, you know, the, the spring classics that Andy's done as well, which Liege, Baston Liege, Amstel Gold and Paris-Roubaix, which I'm ultra jealous about. Um, Steve's not. He wouldn't uh, be interested in that I wouldn't one. be interested. There are too many things called cobbles in the way. What's the your goals for this year, mate? Have you got anything planned? So, yeah, it was Tour of Cambridge again. Obviously qualified for GB age group last year, which was uh, one of How my was highlights that? Was that like? cycling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've done it before haven't you so you, you you got me down there and said yeah it's uh it's i've never done tour of cambridge but i've done a similar event to qualify for uh so yeah, it's flat basically when it flat it was about 100 mile and uh i'm still not sure how many people did the event is it it's, it just got it just thinned out though didn't it yeah. it started off with a huge pe- peloton a few and yeah. then it just reduced about Scott 30 did us. get us at the front i'm a bit awkward about pushing me way to the front i feel i'm not i'm not in this caliber to be at the front but scott made there's three or four of us weren't there you got us to the front we were waiting at the start line, waiting for the guy to put the flag down. I'm like, what am I doing here? This is, I'm not this, you know, this is a standard. So, full of Belgians and all sorts. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. There's teams of people there that have come across to try and qualify because the, the event was in Poland, one of the finals. So, yeah. yeah, and it's flat, which doesn't necessarily suit me. I do like a bit of a climb to uh, to grind it out, but uh, and it's fast, wasn't it? It's flat, it rolls fast, massive peloton start. Yeah. You, you, and basically, Scott's near the front and I'm hanging in there. So, Basically, I was hanging in a lot of the day, but that was pure pain, just hanging in there. Mm. And at 30 mile, there was a gap formed in the peloton and uh, watching the, on the TV, if there's a gap form, it just takes from getting back. I'm like, wow, who's let this gap form? And so about 30 mile, I had to put the hammer down on my own. I was passing people, getting spat out of the front group. 
I'm fighting my way to get back and it took me about three miles of constant effort. I was going a bit light I thought, this is it, I'm broken, but <laughs> Raw beef again. it is so crucial to stay in that front pack Absolutely. that I was just, this is it, This is if this goes now, that's the event over for me, I'm not going to... And uh, just at one point, it slowed down the front and I just managed to get on the back and uh, I thought, please don't go again now. And it did take me a lot of miles to recover. I was just hanging on again, but... I, so yeah. Once you reach that pack, though, you, you can recover, can't you? Once you get you get back to a, somebody's wheel and you can get back into that group, it's yeah, worth yeah, the, the yeah. effort. Yeah. And the surges, people are trying to break this group all day long, and Every Scott corner. was trying to break it all day long. I'm like, Scott, don't go again. And there are all these surges, and people are trying to get away. And if you get away, the mm. chances are, you know, if people aren't prepared to work behind, they will fall away, and the and the break will, will will get away. So constantly there's these surges, and you, you're fighting like mad just to stay in this group and eventually as the day goes on i thought well we're about 80 miles i thought wow whatever happens now i have i have competed well here and uh, i'm looking around thinking you know where is it the, the group has where's everybody my age there's whittled down there's whittled <laughs> down and uh i'm like wow i'm in a bit of a select group here and scotty boy's still kicking for the for the win here at the front i'm like wow this is amazing now this i feel like i'm a racer now and uh, i deserve to be here yeah and Scott is he's watching every breakaway and he's, he's controlling it and he doesn't want him to get away and he's reacting to it and, and then eventually there's him and another guy go for, go for the breakaway. You both got away, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, not my best day. But there was yeah. a coming together, wasn't there? A crash, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah not for him. For me, he's come across my line. We, we've kicked on, as you say, every corner. There were times there was a headwind, there was a crosswind and when you're racing on flat races, it's hard to break away. And yeah. if there's a tailwind or a headwind, that's windy, your only opportunity yeah. really to then go with that. If there's a headwind, then you can really kick on because the, the peloton are still up against that headwind. Whereas if it's a tailwind, the peloton will always catch you. So you've got to pick your moments. And equally, you've got a, a Duracell battery in you and you don't want to burn that all out because if it does come down to the sprint finish, which on a race like that, it's more than likely going to happen. You don't want to have burnt all your matches trying to pull the peloton all day and you've got nothing left for that final sprint because then 30 lads will just come sprinting past you. Um, so we did f eventually a bit of a tug of war we, we did kick on and, and there's about three or four of us who managed to uh, to push on and then two of us then then dropped the rest and uh, we probably got about 500 meters crawling towards a kilometer gap and we kicked into the final village and I think there was probably 20 kilometers to go or something like that not yeah. not far at all there, there was there was nothing left in it um, and then everybody's at the side of the roads, all residents, bang, 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 cowbells, whatever. Closed roads, aren't they? Closed yeah. roads, flying. And then two of us have got away. I'm like, but come on, let's work together. And uh, this lad had been quiet all day, but I knew he had power, so I thought, game on here. Um, and then we've kicked up to this climb. And similar to like you said before, Paul, uh, Steve, he, he's then kicked back slowly as I've kicked forward. And then I've gone straight into his rear derailleur. He's crossed into me. My handlebars have gone all over the place. All I've got in my head is Foz saying the night before, what are your Chinese wheels going to be like tomorrow? So I'm thinking, <laughs> bloody hell. Um, and yeah, I, I, I literally bang, crashed out, spokes gone, tyre torn, so I couldn't even get a puncture repair, side of the road, and people going, are you all right, love, and all that? Well, yeah, no, I've been better. And the next thing you know, you guys are coming past, and in an instance, your race is just kaput over, yeah. and uh, yeah, deep, deeply saddened by that. But... Is yeah, what it is, that's racing. No, no point in me stopping, was there? No, 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 no. <laughs> you, didn't even, you didn't even acknowledge me, man. You looked he at me, you got your hands out. He can't see anything. There's no it's way. Just like Scott. Yeah, yeah. fine, Andy. Yeah, Scott, just, yeah. just taking a break. Oh, yeah, he, actually, he did actually know it was you. Of course man. he did. So he had it. I remember one there. Well, then yeah. you went, and then you had an opportunity then to really put yeah. the hammer down. And 
Well, and I think that lad won in the end that I was with. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. There was two events. I broken. set off an hour before us, did they? Because there was yeah. that amount of people doing the event, they had to split, split it, it into two. And one was called a race, one a fondo. But yeah. in effect, they were both the same course, both trying to qualify for the same event, the, yeah. the, the World, World Championships in Poland, Poznan. Yeah. Uh, so I was conscious then, we need to get a time here. Whatever yeah. they've the other racers done, they might have been a, top a lot faster. So. We need to kick on. So I was kicking on at the end. Yeah. And then I found out like what it's like in Scots world yeah. when you're kicking on and no one's going to help you. Yeah. And then you don't want to burn your matches, do you? you don't, uh, but I was consciously kicking on. And then we went around the last bend and all this group that I was with came past me because I'd been just kicking on for this time. Mm. And I think I came 18th out of how many thousands yeah, of those. Fantastic. And Scott gets to lift back eventually off some local, didn't he? And, uh, well, yeah, there was no, uh, there was no broom wagon no broom or anything. Wagon. No, yeah. The problem was because there's loads of other uh, yeah, groups yeah. that day as well yeah, yeah. they were on forever I mean this must have been like midday and the stewards were pretending <coughs> somebody was coming down from the main race organisation and I'm at the side of the road it's a hot day wasn't it yeah, we had yeah, salt yeah. all over us yeah. and uh, nothing was happening and I'm at the side of the road I'm thirsty I'm you know peed off and then uh, eventually a local was walking his dog and he said are you alright and I said no and they said the broom wagon's going to be 4pm it's now 12pm and I've got to get back up to Blackpool my mate's at the finish line getting on the podium <laughs> in the middle of bloody Cambridge somewhere on the outskirts in a rural farm and so I couldn't ride my bike back you know yeah. he brought a, a, a spare tyre and it couldn't go and he brought a bloody mountain bike tyre I said no it's a road bike uh, my inner tube just uh, couldn't use my bike and then I thought what do I do do I ruin my wheel and just try and roll but then I couldn't and luckily this this saint of a man um, picked me up and took me back and he was such a lovely lovely gentleman and a great human being and it was a good race it was a great day um, but we're not going to do that this year we've done it we gave it a go and uh, we'll go again but we're going to do the Fred Witten we've got three did, of the Fred yeah, Scott said where's your medal I says what medal yeah. I've got my medal for doing the event he says no you've probably qualified for the UCI World Championships he says yeah. go in there and your name will be yeah. on a board goes in and there I am yeah, qualified Q next to me name I'm like I got the old UCI medal and that is prime spot in my house still today. Matters, he hangs them up. UCI well, medal. Sharon hangs well, them anyway, up. Well, anyway, so then I've, I've, I've gone back annoyed to, to the race organiser saying, here is my Strava details. I was leading that pack. I had broke away and at 20 kilometres to go, here's my puncture. I got attacked by the winner. <laughs> I've put this in an email and then they've literally given me a, a lottery place and well, said, no, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you, 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 went, you got through, but... I had, I had logistics stuff. of getting to Poznan were ridiculous. Well, I, had, I, had, I had Iron Man World in yeah, Nice, yeah. and I had Lankawi, and you were like, come on, Scott, let's go. And it was just, it wasn't going to happen. You had to travel via Berlin, stay in Berlin, get a train, yeah, and, yeah, and the yeah, cost yeah, of it all was... Uh, to go to Poznan, not worth So it. you thought you'll go to New Zealand, New Zealand, is it, next year? Uh, <laughs> no, Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, it's New Zealand next year, though, is yeah, it? Yeah, Vancouver yeah, yeah. this year. Well, we're not going to do Vancouver, are we, this year, unless we qualify somewhere else. There's one in Italy, and there's one in Spain, in the Basque Country, yeah, that we yeah. qualify if we're just if we're going to do Fred Witt. It might be worth us looking at somewhere else. Yeah. But we're going to do Fred Witten, because that's a ballot entry again, for those that know and don't know. You have to um, submit a deposit, uh, try and enter and then you get found out if but very rarely do you get through i think how many riders are there probably 800 out of thousands of people that i, I don't know I don't what know the numbers, numbers are yeah. but we both got through to that as a couple of others from side valley did as well so that is a big race for ours in june lake district brutal crimes brutal rhinos 33 in places hard yeah, not yeah hard not is yeah it's a tough day it's one of the most iconic sports seats of grand Fondos in the world you know we follow people all over the world in san francisco and australia and they talk about it. they mention how the fred Witten is a is a killer so um so yes yeah, so that clashes that. with uh tour of cambridge doesn't it? So that's the problem isn't it we're choosing that over to over tour of cambridge tour of cambridge is great um 
it's flat as a pancake. You again keep your wits about you. That's fast paced working in a pack. But when there's teams there working together, you know they're not going to work for you. And when you are a, a solo rider, if you will, that's when you realise how important teamwork is in, in, in cycling. Yeah, teamwork, boys. <laughs> Keeping together, so we not did, leaving we, Stevie at the back. We did Mallorca in 2019, loved it. Great time yeah, in yeah. January last year. And then we went back again this year in January with Steve, our director sportif. Loved it again. Uh, and we're going back in a few weeks' time, so we're going to have another good slug of it in better weather, hopefully. Um, yeah. Um, why is Mallorca so good for cycling and training around, Steve? And it's just roads. I mean, the roads, the tarmac's perfect. Yeah. It's... Uh, you know, it's not it's not a small island either so you've got a good you know you can get 120 140k rides in there no problem uh it does help you if you've got a vehicle or a couple of vehicles that you know so you can get over to see most of the island we generally tend to be based in palenza way yeah. which is on the northeast of the island but straight into the mountains if you want to be you can get into the in the hinterland as well you can, you can say germany because yeah ah. you can, well it's full of germans <laughs> isn't it anyway yeah, so home. so you know it's a, again why is miyoka so good it's the pros got the on it. The pros yeah. use it. The, as a the weather's season. normally the, weather at the right is, time of year. The weather's the weather good. Is normally the tarmac good. is so the smooth. Roads are good. The climb, the, the percentage, the gradient yeah. is yeah. just ideal. You know, and uh, the roads can be quiet. Yeah, they yeah, are quiet. No not killer really. climbs. Are they? They're not they're killer climbs, but they're good climbs. Again, you know, it's it's quite some of the things that we did recently, especially if you can get on the coast roads, even though you're climbing and the like, you and you descend onto down to the coast. So for, for anybody who's been to Mallorca or, or going, we um, you can do this Mallorca shuttle and they'll drop you off at one side of the island and you can come back. So we stopped off at Villa Flor, was it? Or is it Villa Flor? Valdemosa is where. Valdemosa is uh, over to, on the, to way the, west to the northwest of the thing, yeah, and round to, uh, towards Andrax. Some little secret climbs there, aren't they? Yeah. Little secret climbs, yeah. Oh. Some mini sacalabras. Never ending, was it? We're, yeah, yeah. Apparently, we're doing these mini sacalabras and. Uh, <laughs> First I one. just kept looking at my hand thinking, is he's ever ending or what? You know, and then we had so much to do as well, but stunning. Went to the town of Dea, which is spectacular. Yeah, there, didn't famous we? places. Yeah. 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 Cold yeah. Sawyer broke me. So yeah. we did uh, one day, uh, Andy and I drove, uh, cycled over the Luck. What, what's the name of that climb? It begins with an point, F, point doesn't point it? Yeah, no, no, from Pienza to Top of Luck, not going um, Selverside. What's it called now? It begins with an F. Oh, well, the, the, uh, the petrol station is. Yeah, up from the Pienza. Name of that, yeah. Anyway, so that's a nice climb. And then we uh, did the pig down to Point Mayor. It's a look, isn't it? Not Pienza. No, it's begin with an F. But then we got to Sola, the town of Sola. And I didn't know what was coming, really. These boys mentioned this colder Sola, and I thought, well, it's not going to be that big or anything. So we had our lunch break. Luckily, our director, Sportif, came back and met us in the car and brought us a bit of a change of gear and stuff. So I tucked into a pizza and a plate of chips as you do really got past around you didn't yeah, I don't know but then straight away without any digestion time <laughs> he, he's got in his head he knows what's coming and he's, he knows what he's going to do to me he can't remember anything about <laughs> the two he doesn't have a clue he about the climbs yeah wow. he next thing you know you're leaving Sola the town and you're already immediately hit with a climb 6% Whatever it's not the main road. He thought it was, thought it was turn left. You know what he's like. Or turn left. It's been my heart rate been fairly fine all, all week, but then all of a sudden I'm in 170 BPM here. Um, yeah, so we get we're getting hard, and then we're not even started this main segment of Calder Solon. You cross over this dual carriageway, if you will, or this main road. 
and it's just switch back, switch back, switch back. This guy doesn't even say anything to me. He just drops the hammer, and I'm on his wheel thinking, this hasn't happened yet. You know what's going on? And I didn't. And then I saw the sign. And I'm sure it said five kilometers or it's something only, ridiculous. It's only five k's. But still, you know, I'm thinking five kilometers. My heart rate now is one eight five BPM. I'm you know, way above my max heart rate. You've gone thinking, quite high, you weren't trying. Quite, I was just breathing. But then if we switch back, both of us got a bit parallel, and I let Andy go ahead and then switch back. Oh. But it was fantastic. But absolutely, credit hats off to Andy. Broke me big time there. Yeah, but yeah. drop the hammer. I did know the finish. A pizza a bit, day, yeah. You know, the five minutes before you're gonna do and go full full heart rate up uh, Calder Sawyer. I think one of one of the issues though, really, with Mallorca on the it's not a downside for Mallorca at all, but you generally tend to do the same things. There's nothing, yeah. nothing wrong with that because you're always trying to see how good you are and you know you can always throw some extra sort of climbs in or just some detours for those main roads. Yeah. There's so much more to the island. We, we do, yeah. you know, like I said, the hinterland, there are some there are some decent roads. There's some interior roads that you can climb, mostly yeah. flat. There's a couple of little hills here, there, and everywhere. But there's Santa places. Maria. <laughs> there's places. Obla, there's pla- I mean, there's, there's yeah, all that the wine country which just hangs on the side of of yeah. the Taramantura or whatever it's called, the, the main it, yeah. hills there. That was that was an event we did. It's there a stunning well. place, and the thing is, what's you know, with, with flights being cheap nowadays and accommodation. I mean, Steve got us a cracking apartment last time above the Pinarello Hire store, so it sounds a bit like oh, we rent. Pinarello bikes but it's cheaper there than anywhere really so if you're going for five days four days you know it's cheaper to rent a bike than it is to take your bike box so we um, end up renting bikes from Pinarello Steve gets his F12 you know Andy and I get our uh, uh, gans and uh, and away we go and uh, it's just so handy and the roads are quite the people are nice. If you have any issues, oh the there. lighthouse run, got to do the, the lighthouse, lighthouse run. Four just stunning, you know. And uh, yeah, Andy kept stopping on the first day and he, he got a tear in his tire, so yeah, we had to call yeah. Pinarello and vumph out. They came in the rebarf and uh, replaced the tire hello and ladies. introduced us with hello ladies and hello <laughs> big boy. So more, more spares and so away you go. It's just an yeah. easy island and there's always an exit. So if you slog up a climb and you're not feeling great or you know you want to bail out, there's always bailout options. Not like we ever do, but the, you know with the Alps and the Dolomites, you know as you say, once you've dropped into a you know a valley, then you, you've got no other way of getting back. But you know through. So pain. there is one serious climb that you've never done. Can, can I just say before I have done the three one two. Yeah, legendary, get to that in a minute. legendary event around legendary the whole of the island. All they have changed it. They don't take you into the capital anymore, so you have to come back to the start near Alcudia, and then basically a lot of people think I've had it. I'm not. I'm not going any further. But there's a 50 mile loop then to make it the 312, 312 kilometers, about 194 miles. 198, wow. I think. It's uh, 200. Yeah. Yeah. Full so gas probably as well. You know, you're up is, against yeah, the, the big lads. It's big distance that, and there's, yeah. there's a lot of climbing. But yeah. uh, do you know what Andy's strategy is? Eat, keep eating, keep, keep eating. eating. Well, you do get there's a town, uh, Arta. Arta, uh, yeah, the beer. About twenty miles to go, and it's famous for the town. They they all come out and celebrate the event, and they give the people in the event free beer yeah. in the village. They just keep handing. Did you have it. a bit? Uh, yeah, you've got to have. At a, what point? What mile are you at there? Then? I think you're about the twenty end. miles to go or something. Right. Yeah, so you know you're going to do it. And, yeah. uh, wow, just joining the the atmosphere. Let's have a beer, and everyone's cheering. The whole village is out, and. Uh, then it's the, the hit back down the coast to the, mm, to the yeah. finish. but uh, And it's just flat there, isn't it? Well, there's I a bit of this and things, and it's a main road, but obviously... Broke the, uh, broke the 12 hours, yeah. I think it was 11 yeah. and a half hours. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, brilliant event. Well organised, a lot of people. And, uh, well, off we go back in a few weeks' time. So um, what's your biggest accomplishment in cycling, Steve, for you? What, what would you say? What climb or event are you most proud about? Taps 30. Taps 30. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks very much. Still, yeah. I mean, we've only I've only done Sound that once. On. 2016, I did that. So I'd really only relatively new to cycling. Rel- would you well, say? relatively new to cycling with you, big yeah. boy. But yeah, I was relatively so. So yeah, I'd potted around a bit. I'd been to Mallorca the year before 2015. We'd just done five or six days where we did that event again in October, November. I think it was. Yeah. It was right at the end, Mallorca wasn't it? One, yeah, yeah. October time. There. Yeah. So uh, I'd done that. Um, in 2015 and I think yeah 2016 is when we did Stelvio and that was we did a couple of events that year yeah it was beautiful it was it was good so yeah. probably still that is the the main one for every me. credit Steve I've yeah. done the, I've done other things I've done the sport for I've not done the full course sport for which we're yeah, going to do yeah. this year yeah mm. looking uh, forward to it yeah. Fuzz what's your um I oh know you've, you've obviously got a Fantastic Palmares. Palmares, um, I do like that word. I feel a bit professional when you say that. So Although that means how many race wins have you had? Or so your race yeah, wins. But yeah, you've done a lot. You've qualified for, for, for the country and for Worlds. Yeah, you've yeah. smashed some insane calls. You know, what, what? There's a lad we ride with who's got me involved in the classics, the spring classics, as they call it. I didn't know much about them, never seen them on telly, but uh, they are amazing and they form a massive part of the cycling history, don't they? These yeah. date back years and years. You're on... 19th Rolls of the war are they in Belgium I don't know the, uh, so yeah. the Paris-Roubaix is on the cobbles which yeah I'll do that and that is the all about tyre pressures and tyre selection you won't be doing win. that in your ultimate there won't you but might be I don't know if you know cobbles but you won't have seen any cobbles <laughs> like, like these <laughs> things you know cobbles, <laughs> these cobbles over there there's different types of cobbles they are brutal cobbles pave as they call them over there oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. you basically sign up for this event it's, it's cobbles it's part of the attraction let's, let's ride it the pros it's, it's classic so at the end of the event or probably not near the end maybe halfway through everyone is avoiding these cobbles and riding in the gutter yeah. but I've paid to come and do this experience on cobbles and now yeah. I'm avoiding them at all costs but yeah. that is it you ride in the gutter or you ride on the crest of the cobble where it's more flat as soon as you come off that crest and try and overtake someone you tend to go backwards because the cobbles get hold of your bike and you it's brutal. It's hardcore, strongman event that. Uh, and you finish on route in the the velodrome, the yeah, velodrome, the open air velodrome, velodrome, the classic finish. You see the showers or anything after. The old that, showers, yeah, yeah, the classic <laughs> showers, brilliant, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the guys I wrote, he got interviewed uh, at the end, so it was. Uh, Who was that? We called him Bradley Wiggins, his uh, dad, but uh, there was a slight problem there because his Bradley Wiggins' dad was Australian, <laughs> mix from uh, South Shore Blacks. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, so would you say Paris-Roubaix is one of your biggest it was, accomplishments? It was hard work, hard, hard work. It's it's shaky yeah, it's how many clicks was it? How many kilometers? Well, we didn't do the full Paris-Roubaix. We did Roubaix to Roubaix, but we encountered most of the Pave yeah. cobbled sections. So yeah. uh, it was about a 90 mile, I'm not sure. The A's based on the A's is 190 the kilometers the that, that you was, did. That was a lot, about 35 sharp, steep climb. Oh, yeah. I still gold last year. The yeah. yeah. A's did put me on my backside. It was brutal. Yeah. Climb after to climb steep short but about yeah. 35 women long distance and yeah. that was tough uh, Amstel Gold more forgiving but again a classic event rolling climbs I'd say there quite yeah, good yeah. distance what yeah. was it 200k or something 220k it was, yeah it was meant to be 240 for, for you and I think that it was shortened yeah. So it was about 225 in the end. Mine was meant to be 220 and it was 218 or something. It was like a glorified paper round at the start, wasn't it? We went around <laughs> a lot of towns, a <laughs> lot of streets, and then we're on these little cycle tracks. Yeah, what, little cycle line, tracks yeah. where they're like two cyclists wide and they were eventually opened out onto the, the roads and uh, the town of Valkenburg, I think, where we finished. Valkenburg is uh, where you start from. Have done Flanders? No, one of the lads we know has done it, yeah. Uh, the cobbles aren't as tough as Roubaix, but yeah, it's another massive entry into that one, isn't it? 
15,000 people do it. Yeah. So who's going to win the tour this year if it's on? Bernal's got to be the favourite, and he's the, uh, the man, yeah. Bernal's going to win it. I don't know, I was a bit disappointed with Froome the other day, but it's early. He's not doing no, it now, is he? Froome's no chance. Heard he's not no. doing it now, have you heard? I don't know. Bless him, he, he's going to, uh, he needs to build himself back up, surely. He's, 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 he's hard, you know, to get back to exactly where he was in the space of six months or something is a, yeah, is a mean task. Yeah. But. Right, well, anyway, so I think that's that, that we could go on for hours, literally, uh, and we have gone on for a couple of hours, so Ooh. I think we need to call it. But for this uh, occasion, let's uh, let's pause there and maybe reopen up in a few weeks' time in Mallorca, ideally with a pint of Australia in the sun beaming down after I've dropped Andy up Socalabra. So yeah, I'll be at the back. So what time? Are you, what what climb would you like to beat this time in Mallorca? Calderon, you've smashed Calderon last time, so that'd be tough. Do you like well, to do Sokolabra again? We did. Uh, we broke our time Sokolabra this yeah. year, but that was after five long days yeah. of riding. Could where do that one in the first day. Target that early doors. Who knows what? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, keep the weight off between now and then, and uh, yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens. But Steve, thanks for coming in and dropping by, Mr. Uh, Jack D. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed smiling, it. Don't smile, Steve. It's not Thank you, yeah. Andy, for coming in and telling us. Tell uh, us all about your age. There's yeah. still loads to go through with the, with Andy's classic. So, um, yeah. but yeah, thanks, lads. Cheers. Been yeah. good. Cheers. Cheers. See you, Bye. Okay. There we go. Right for everybody else. Hopefully, uh, you'll all join in next week. If there is any questions on the spring classics, the Italian Grand Fondos, or the French Sportifs, or any of the climbs around Europe, let us know, and we can answer your questions next week. And uh, thank you all for tuning in and tuning into YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud or iTunes podcasts. Thanks. Have a good weekend. Cheers. Bye.